subject. And, <laughs> and three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Slice of Life. That's how Michael. And I now my voice, my voice is officially toasted. Now, ladies and gentlemen, today we're gonna take a break from the traditional ye old movie podcast. We're gonna take a little bit of a back. Whoopsies, I broke my mic. We're going to take a little bit of backseat from the traditional um, ye old movies. Yeah. We're going to go back, old school, past movies. Before movies, what were they? There were comics. Before comics, what were there? There were pulps. And we're about to learn <laughs> pulps from the man that made them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're about to learn some knowledge on Pulp Magazine, specifically Doc Savage and The Shadow, by our very own Bruce White. You want to use my middle name? Bruce Allen White. Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne White. Oh! oh. Wow, I didn't know that. I did not know that. That is what they call, ladies and gentlemen, a foreshadow into the content that we will be chatting about in this <laughs> yeah. next uh, couple hours that you have us for. And he is also joined by his illustrious, purient sons. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> And oh, that's, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> also a foreshadow. No. Um, Sam and Joseph or Joe? What do you It's go uh, Josiah, but I usually Josiah. go by Joe. Uh, do I use our middle names too? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's, what are your middle names? Wayne. <laughs> Wayne the second? No. Ken, Wayne, Alan, Clark, Kent. Kent. Gable. Uh, Gable. <laughs> wow. You guys are influenced by comics, it looks like. <laughs> This so my brother, my brother's name is Barry Allen. Wow, man, your parents flash. had a lot of fun. Is, well, you know what? Yeah. My dad's name was Wayne. Sure. And my mom's brother's name was Allen. Ah, uh, okay. It so just they, worked out. They had no it, yeah. concept of comic books. Wow. Okay. Really? That was no way. So that was just, random, though, right? They it, had to know it. Well, I mean, they might have been familiar, but I, I, I bet they wouldn't have known. Wow. Batman's wow. identity. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Got me free drinks at uh, Taco Bell one time. Really? Yeah. You know Taco how they take Bell's your name? Alcohol? No. Yeah. <laughs> you drink alcohol? <laughs> yeah, mojito. You know how they uh, take your name at Taco Bell? I they went into the one over by church, and uh, the guy said, what's your name? I said, Bruce. He goes, Bruce? You mean like Bruce Wayne? And I said, well, my middle name is Wayne. He said, really? Oh, I said, yeah. He said, it's fantastic. I'm going to give you a free Coke. Oh, free drink. There you go. He's later fired. So, yeah. <laughs> well, no, a couple weeks later, I went back there and he recognized me. He goes, Bruce Wayne, I'm going to well, give you another free drink. That's amazing. So we had that exact same talk. We didn't. My name isn't Bruce Wayne. We had that. My <laughs> yeah, sister. It better not be. You've <laughs> <laughs> been sister, hiding it, your, your true identity this whole time. My sister and I would go to school, and there's a Taco Bell right by our school. We would go there every morning, and there would be this, like, older, like, just Ukrainian lady that she'd be like, hey, how's it going? And she would just give us free food, like, every day. Like, we would get free <laughs> drinks. She'd be like, it's okay, though. Like, we came back, like, we revisited the school, like, maybe two years after we both graduated. Yeah, yeah. And she got, she hugged us. She was like, how is it going? You're so old now. And she, like, hugged us. And she's like, free food, free drink. Let's go. She's like, not even a manager. She's just, like, telling people what it was fantastic. She owns some of the restaurants. 
Am I the uh, oldest guest you've ever had on? By far. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I, by but, far. <laughs> by at least 62 oh, years. I'm kidding. No. I, <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, no. I was like. What do you. We, yeah. Yeah? Or what? what do you, <laughs> have we had anyone like. Who was the oldest guest we've had on before this? Mm. Who would be the. Mandy? My sister? How old is she? How old is she? <laughs> so then, that means it I've is been by far. <laughs> so you're saying I'm more than twice as old as anybody else you've ever had. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to. I'm 66. Really? Yeah. Oh my! I thought at least 72. How old are you? So, but do I'm you want uh, 24? Okay. And thank heavens you're not 22, because then that'd be three times. You may not. <laughs> you may not <laughs> want to. You may not want to announce my age at the beginning of the show because people might go, oh, who wants to listen? Oh, oh no, 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 it'll actually. You have, you have wisdom yes. that you we need. We right. need that. You have a lot of, like, like knowledge. No, the, the gray hair shows that he has wisdom. Well, the gray facial hair shows that he has wisdom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well played, well played. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you do have that good, that, was... that, good, that good gray going. It's good. Yeah, I, I'm. Dying it? <laughs> 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 this is what I've had to live with <laughs> when all my kids were at home. Any pause that I made, they would speaking, fill it in. They would fill it in. Oh, that's fantastic. Maggie was, that's what our jobs the, are. Maggie was the tops. The worst? You can say it, the worst. She was no, a hack. She was the best. She was, Sam. <laughs> she was a holy cow. <laughs> Again, we'll have to beep that one out, too. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I'm kidding. No, but that, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, so what you were saying about your facial hair? Yeah. Oh. It's great. I'm looking forward to the day when it's all white. Yeah. Why is that? That's fair. Why? Just because I like it. Okay. I like yeah, that. Like, I, Terry Chapeau has the yeah. white. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you're doing it out of envy. So you're envying yeah. other <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, you're, uh, for those that don't know on the podcast, your last name is White. Yes. Yeah. And so we are overwhelmed with whites right now. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's three of the five of us in here are yeah. named White. Yeah, so we are trying. No, my name's Joe. <laughs> well, yeah. When uh, Zach was first born, yeah, Cheryl had to be taken into emergency surgery. Oh my heavens! Wow. And we couldn't decide. We hadn't decided if we were going to name him Zach or Ben. We wanted to wait till he was born to see which one he looked more like. Yeah. So she got taken in before we could had a chance to look at him and name him. Mm. So. In the nursery, it would always say, you know, the last name, comma, first name. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. But we didn't have a first name for him, yeah. so it said white, comma, male. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which, which name did you end up choosing? <laughs> uh, male. You already said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the first name. Yeah. And uh, then he changed it. But yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Once male turned 18, he changed it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that fantastic. So um. Let's go! She walks fairly down the street with the brim pool way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. To the sound of the beat. Yeah, I had actually uh, thrown a couple things in PowerPoint, but we'll just look them up here. PowerPoint for a podcast. I want to. I know.
I know you can't show it. And what I was going to yeah, say yeah, was yeah. you could find this by Googling yeah, here, but we might as well just Google it. Well, we could have it on our social medias if you want to make a PowerPoint. That's cool. Well, it's yeah. only, it's only uh, a couple B- illustrative slides. Okay. <laughs> drive. Uh, my password is Bruce White. Uh, just ignore all the personal files that are also in there. <laughs> Especially the tax files. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, that reads all my children's social security number. Don't click on that one. Yeah, please don't open my passwords folder. <laughs> I remember I made what passwords like notes, like on the phone, like you know how you have the notes app. Yeah, I, I have all one my too. I lost it though, so I couldn't find the the page. Oh, and notes doesn't have a search bar. I found that out the hard way. Because oh, I have, I whenever I make a note, I never delete it because I just forget. So I have like like a hundred different. We've notes. talked about that in the podcast. And I just yeah. You had just, weird notes. I do. Yeah. I just never have a time to like do it. Last pass. <laughs> you need to use LastPass. LastPass? Okay. Yep. Okay. It's, it's a really nice password manager that you can have on your computer, your phone, and your uh, any, all your devices. You can have it on there. And if you pay the $12 a year, yeah. they'll all be synced together. So any password oh, you enter in one spot, it, can even, it even does two-factor authentication. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. That's nice. So you just need one password to remember, and that's the one to get into LastPass. And it'll generate secure passwords for you. Yeah. Now, do you like Face ID with that? Do you use Face ID with yours or or no? Yes. With your iPad? Yes. You like the Face ID? I do. I do as well. It's hard because it makes me forget all the passwords. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's the thing. It's bad when that happens. Like, I don't know my iTunes password to save my life. (laughs) You know? Because it's just a double click and just look intently at the screen and just unlock. And, yeah. you know, if it doesn't reckon, you know, if uh, if it's tilted the wrong way and I can't get the right angle for my face, <laughs> I do know head. I do have a pin to yeah. get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. 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 I do too. At work, I have to change my password like every two months. That's so, and it's so bad because so you can't use the old one, so you have to like I, no, do it. I have different a scheme variations. for that. Really? <laughs> use use a a word that okay. you can remember uh-huh. and have have it first letter capitalized. Yep. And at the end of the word. Do like zero zero zero, and then next time you have to change it, go to one one one, and then next time go to two two two. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's a really good idea. idea. So no, da- I don't do. And then, because then by the time you, you get up using? to nine again, you can go back to zero zero zero. What word would you recommend using? Huh. <laughs> 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 when you tell us what word you use. I, remember. <laughs> yeah. I did that too, though. Like, except I probably should do it that way because what I would do is I just like did the password one time and then I just would repeat it a, a second time. So it would just be the longest password, mm. but it would just like keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you add one for each edition of it. Exactly. Yeah. So I like add an extra letter. I just keep going yeah. down. So we could probably use stats or statistician if we we're trying to break into any of Dad's things. Yeah. Statman. Yeah, Statman. Stat um, white. BWW. <laughs> BWW bass player at Statman. Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Stats, Cheryl White. Was Doc Savage, was he a stat guy? Or was Doc Savage? No. He are, wasn't. Are we actually started? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, we... That However was you Michael want to start, we that. can start. We've oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> What's that? I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to give you a little background, I was maybe 12 years old. Yeah. Went to a local drugstore with my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just in the store, and I saw this book on a book rack. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and it said, and the title was in wavy letters said Doc Savage. Ooh, oh, what, yeah. That was the character, and the title of the book was called The Monsters. Okay. And it Ooh, showed this giant hand coming out of the water holding this man okay. in his hand. And I just thought, that looks cool. Yeah. 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 So I asked my mom to buy it for me. Sure. It was like 45 cents. And she said, no! <laughs> It was like 45 cents. Ooh, okay. And this was That's expensive. That, that was 1995? Right? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, during the Great Depression, that was a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I went with the nice joke. I went to forward. You guys. <laughs> That's why we're here, <laughs> to not do yeah. the nice jokes. Yeah. We're here so you don't have a filter. <laughs> this was in one of the Confederate states. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, um... It was about 1966. Okay, yeah. And okay. I just loved the story and the concept. And the concept behind uh, Doc Savage was that he he was somebody who had been raised mm -hmm. since he was a baby. Mm -hmm. His father put him in the hands of scientists. Ooh, so okay. they would teach him all sorts of scientific knowledge. Yeah. And then he also would do... Uh, like two hours of physical exercise every day. So he, oh, he became really strong. Okay. <laughs> really smart. Stay awake, you guys. <laughs> um, Sam's like not. <laughs> and, and so it, when they, when the magazine, let, let me back up here. Um, so he was really strong, really smart. Um, and he, his goal was to go around the world and just, Fight evildoers. Ooh, that okay. was his my man. His big thing. Um, that was the thing. He was very uh, <clears throat> upright and always wanted mm. to do what was right. He didn't believe in killing people. Okay, Ooh. so uh, definitely Batman yes. style. Yeah, but yeah. here is here's the kicker. Weird part of Whoa. his character. Okay, what he would do with criminals that most of the time the mastermind criminal oh, yeah. would die, usually by you know falling into his own trap okay. or something like that. Yeah. Sure. But any of the lower level criminals he would catch, he would send to what he called his special college in upstate New oh, York. Oh, the crime college. The crime oh, college, yeah. Okay. And there, they would be operated on and basically oh. <laughs> the criminal part of their brains corrected and they would then become upstanding citizens. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> man. But, that's how government funding should be. <laughs> See, we need more lobotomy in America. That's what say, we need. Sounds very lobotomy kind of yeah. lifestyle. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and as a 12-year-old, it was like, oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, it was only later Logic. that I thought, oh, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound right. But Doc um, was a criminal all along. <laughs> He was always, you know, going all around the world helping people and, and having these real fantastic type adventures, mm -hmm. which would almost always have a rational explanation, but it would seem very otherworldly oftentimes mm. to, to begin with. And then he was helped by five, he called them uh, aides or associates, and each of the five had a unique personality and a unique talent. Ooh. So, yeah, go to the Doc yeah. Savage page there. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> the student. That's the show. Um, the names? Nope. Or oh, oh, sorry. No, oh, you're oh, oh, there is some yeah. Doc okay. Savage. Anyway, okay. there we go. Here he we had go. these five associates. Fabulous five. Yep. 
So yeah, the Fabulous Five. Five. That's what they were okay. referred to in the Interesting. book jacket of the books. Rennie, Johnny, Long Tom, Ham, and Monk. Mm. But that was all their nicknames. They all had longer yeah. names. Oh, okay. I think but, I'd be Ham. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Rennie was a world-renowned engineer. Oh. And real tall guy, real deep voice. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> great, <laughs> great big fists, um, and they said his one of his favorite activities was punching the panels out of doors. Okay. Well, oh wow. First uh, off, for those listening, wait, what, wait, I, that, what? I just want to explain. I did kind of point at Isaac when he said engineer, and then he said tall, and I was. And like, then you're oh. like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and retracted. I was like, well. But you do punch the panels off of doors oh, every yeah. day, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that why you're so buff, Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> That's why my fists are so... I have huge fists. fists. are just <laughs> iron. Just tomp, tomp. So that was Rennie. Yep. Johnny was a world-famous archaeologist and geologist. Oh, okay. Mm. Tall, skinny, Ooh. Um, wore a monocle. Oh! My kind of How man. was my he? Man. With a monocle. That's a... And he was... Uh, he always liked to talk... In real big words, okay. and so I, I, I have a couple samples. I'll read to oh, you some of the big awesome. words I'd he did because he uh, and I think the author made up some of these words. Okay, Ooh. he would often put the word super or ultra in front of some other word. Okay, okay. Because there was one like ultra, ultra, super, uh, ultra, super, super, <laughs> super, ultra, ultra, super, Superman. I was trying to look up. <laughs> <laughs> well. Actually, like well, I'll get into that. Later. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but I was looking up a couple of these words to find a definition, and there were yeah. a couple of them I couldn't even find on Google. So I know really? that okay, the guy basically made them up. Nice. So, but often you would get a translation of what it would mean. Like, uh, I'll read you a little excerpt here. Doc, said big worded Johnny, is a compendium of Machiavellian callidity. He's what? <laughs> asked Long Tom. <laughs> A lad who doesn't overlook any bets, translated Rennie. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Machiavellian good. is a word, though. Yeah. I know that yeah. one. I, I, that one dug, dug, dinged in my head. <laughs> compendium is, is a word, too. Okay. So. Interesting. Next is Long Tom. He was an electrical wizard. That's how he was often described in, mm. the, in the book. Also, it was said that he had this very sickly looking. He looked like he was about to die all the time. Oh. I mean, he just lied. Just he was very sickly looking. Okay, but small, he was electric. small, oh. but it would also stress that he could, you know, probably mop up the street with nine out of ten people that you would, you know, guys oh. that you would meet. So he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ham was yeah. a world famous lawyer. Ah, oh. always okay. liked to dress super sharp. Yeah, carried a sword cane. A sword oh, hidden in Michael a cane. Used to carry one of those. I did. You are the character. <laughs> but here's the thing: okay. his sword cane was coated with an anesthetic, so just a little nick would. Put Sounds you legal. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's called chloroform, and he's one of the good guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Monk was short and wide, uh, real strong, red hair. Mm. Um, Monk and Ham were always arguing mm. and fighting. Okay. But, you know, in reality they would, you know, save each other's lives. But they were constantly arguing. Nice. And Ham was would always refer to Monk as, you know, you hairy ape. Oh. <laughs> and, Sounds a little racist. <laughs> and so 
Here's a, here's an excerpt from Johnny talking to Monk. He said, "Goodbye, you ultra. I gotta practice this. Goodbye, you ultra trichogenous anthropologicality." Oh man! <laughs> Which I figured out means goodbye, you hairy ape. <laughs> wow! 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 Well, that's an insult for sure. Nowadays, because they're confused and they're on yeah. their toes. They're like, yeah. "What?" Now they not only so, feel stupid, but they feel like an ape. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So anyway, these books, I started buying them in 1966. Okay. And after I learned some things about them, they were originally published um, in magazines in the 1930s and 40s. So, okay. All of these stories are set in the 30s and 40s. So you would read something like uh, when they were driving somewhere, oftentimes Doc Savage would stand on the running board of the car. Well, cars don't have running boards anymore. It was a, uh, yeah, you know, outside the car. Mm -hmm. um, Is that where you'd practice your running when you're driving? It's <laughs> <laughs> when you're bored. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Run alongside yeah. it to give it the, the initial push. Oh, yeah, yeah. The initial yeah. push to get her started. started. Yeah. yeah, like a Flintstone movie. Yeah, yeah. You know. um, but anyway, <clears throat> it was first published in 1933 was the first issue of the magazine mm. that came out. And they were published continuously until 1949. Okay. Mm. Uh, these, they were called pulp magazines. Yeah. Very popular in the 30s and 40s. Like if, you've, if you're in a comic book store now, you know, you see the rows of mm -hmm. comic books. Well, back then you would see row upon row of these dime magazines called pulps that were mm -hmm. they were called pulps because they were printed on really cheap paper and there was all sorts of genres there was detective and science fiction and um, romance sports westerns railroad <laughs> railroad railroad was it railroad, <laughs> railroad? Was uh, aviation ones like Avi fighter plane really okay, okay. you you only um, looked at the romance parts though right <laughs> yeah, yeah. well and then there were or the German parts some <laughs> also can't forget French crime mystery. That's a big one too. Oh, well, crime noir. There were there were some that um, had the word spicy or saucy oh. in the title, <laughs> so they would be considered more not for kids. Yeah, you know, spicy okay. and but, saucy. <laughs> but at the time, their con. I've never read any of those, but my understanding is their content would be. Probably less than what you might see in a typical TV commercial. Sure, sure. No, no, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, Bruce, you can't get that. That's too saucy for your eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's too Is that saucy. what your mom would say to you saucy. when you'd ask for those ones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Chipotle burritos. We're talking pulp magazine. Now, yeah. you used a word when you emailed me. And what did that word mean? Which word? He gave us oh, a yeah. word. Oh, yeah, let me look it you, up. You emailed me and you said saucy and spicy. And then you used another word that started with a P. It was like peripheral. <laughs> that was like periphery plethora yes oh, no, no, that was uh, not no that, hold on. it was it was something else I what thought. was it Isaac help me save oh, me man, make I me not seem that dumb <laughs> I knew I, I oh, knew oh here we go yeah, I don't know how to pronounce one? it uh, here I can oh prurient prurient yeah what is that um, definition please I had a google it would be in that genre yeah of you know appealing to kind of Lusty type, ooh, gotcha. you know, thoughts. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, scantily clad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lurid might be another spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get word. you. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that um, was a vocab, but for yeah, sure, there was never anything like that in the Doc Savage interesting uh, stories or the Shadow. Sometimes yeah. 
in in some of the later shadow pulps, the artist might paint a woman on the cover with the shadow, and she might or might not be in the story. <laughs> so um, just like to get yeah, buys. yeah. Yep. They, they also sense. do that a lot with old movies. They redo the posters and just. Yeah. Put yeah. like just really uh, yeah. exaggerate everything. Well, they do that in trailers too. Yep. Throw yeah. a lot of oh, true. But true. the kind of writing Brilliant. that was in the pulps is also um, sometimes referred to as purple prose, meaning it's prose that is very kind of over the top. Mm. Like I'll, I'll read you a couple examples from uh, the shadow because um, could those just be called pulp fiction then? <coughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I'll, I'll read those to you later when we talk about the shadow. We should have a how many times are we going to say Pulp Fiction counter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't just look up Pulp Fiction because you'll end up getting yeah. a movie from 1994. Oh, I did. Yeah. Three yeah. times. It's hard <laughs> yeah. to find. Pulp Magazine is what you want to look at. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah, true. Pulp Fiction Magazine, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I these books were reprinted. There were a total of 181 Doc Savage Pulp Magazines mm. that were okay. published. And Bantam Books reprinted every one of them. Wow. Wow. And I bought every one. Really? From 1966. The last wow. of the originals was published in 1990. Wow. Wow. And I had wow. every one. And when they got up to about the 90th or 96th or so single issue, they started yeah. putting two of them in a book. Okay. And then they did that for a while, and the last 13 that they published had like four or five stories in them at once. They were called omnibuses, so they were what? thicker. No. Um, Interesting. So you yeah. owned them all? I did. All. Oh. I've sold oh. them all since. Whoa. How um, much were they worth? Did he's they made about 45 cents. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> you know, um, I got pretty good money for them. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Enough um, said there. If you go back to the beginning where we talk about passwords, good yeah. luck. No, I'm just <laughs> um, but anyway, I I did not read all of them. Mm -hmm. um, I think I got up to somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the audience will hear that, but <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone like suddenly. <laughs> Got a little quiet there. Then I, was I think I got up somewhere in the nineties, mm. or no, no, I got up into the hundreds somewhere, mm. uh, maybe hundred and teens. I can't remember exactly, teens. but they kind of wore out. Okay, on me. Did they go oh. because do the same plot lines? Kind oh, of. All oh, the, the time? author, um, the author used the house name of Kenneth Robeson, which wasn't his real name. The real oh, author okay. was uh, a man named Lester Dent, and he wrote most of them. The The two editors in the magazine, they developed the character, and then they hired an author to flesh him out. Yeah, sure. And Lester Dent had, had some other stories that he had published before. What books. was his pseudo? What was his? Kenneth Robeson, R-O-B-E-S-O-N. That's crazy to me because I think Lester Dent is such a cooler name. Yeah. I wonder why he did that. I, well, wonder. that was the magazine's choice. They, oh. came, they had a, you know, here's here's the name we're going to use on the magazine. We'll just hire somebody to be that author. Oh, oh sure, sure, sure. And sure. he had a very specific formula for his writing. Ooh. And he followed it. I don't remember exactly the formula, yeah. but it was very formulaic. He kept okay. it in front of him. And basically, I saw some uh, interview with him and where he basically said, my goal was just to uh, 
write a whole bunch of readable crap. <laughs> um, and so he stuck to the formula. So they're very formulaic. Um, growing up, I was just devouring them. In fact, I remember at one point, maybe eighth or ninth grade, no, maybe I was a senior in high school. Anyway, somewhere in there a long time ago. Sam, um, do you remember when? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, yes, I was between At the, one point, I, I started sure. rereading them. Oh, and okay. I would I was reading them at the pace of one book a day. Oh wow! <laughs> Nowadays nobody That's a reads lot. books. So, <laughs> Bruce, would you read those between <laughs> Chess Club and Germany Language Club or Germany Language Club? <laughs> German Club. My new favorite phrase. Germany Language. The Germany Language Club. Oh, the German Language Club. Bruce. I was never it's in not chess German, club. It's Germany. <laughs> but you played a lot of chess as a kid. I'd never did. Sorry, I, meant, I hated chess. I meant really. Club. Well, not hate it. I just never. It was never appealed to me. What? That didn't didn't do anything for me. Well, now this nerd joke fell flat. So um, <laughs> I'm surprised. But I was in German club, <laughs> not Germany um, language yeah, club. I think you just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Germany language club, <laughs> yeah, where yeah. we spoke Germany. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We spoke Germany, not well. Yeah. Um, so anyway, after all of these were published, then there was a, a guy who is currently still living. Who started writing him. new? What's that? I said, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> he worked hard at it. Yeah. <laughs> who started writing new stories? Oh, okay. So after they published the last of the originals, they started publishing these new ones, and he wrote and had published about seven new ones. Um, and I actually thought he was a better writer than the original. Oh, really? and he, he would write longer stories. Man. Um, and he did that. I think they published the last of his in 1993, and then it was gone. And then about, I don't know, maybe six or eight years ago, he got a new contract with another publishing company to write more of these Doc really? stories. What? And he's written about maybe a dozen more since Wow, then. so this People is still going. Them? Yeah, because I, I was looking at uh, one where he teamed up with The Shadow, and that was back really? in yeah. 2015. Yep, really? actually he's done two with The Shadow now. Oh, okay. What? This new guy. That's, that's nice. cool to hear. That's and, really cool. um, well, anyway, um, he publishes them. You can get them as an ebook or a soft okay. cover or hard cover. What? And I remember I bought the first one that he did of the, the brand new ones in ebook, and I just had the hardest time finishing it. Oh. <laughs> it just didn't, didn't really sure. grab me anymore. Yeah. But the, the concept of the character, I think, is so cool. Um, in, in 1975, they did a movie. Yeah, I saw that. And I, it, I was that awful. Here, yeah. <laughs> it was just awful. It was okay. just awful. Yeah, I was going to ask about it that. It was super cheesy. Mm, okay. It looks bad. Mm, right? no, cheese. Even what? though the, the director oh, was known so. for doing a lot of uh, stop motion animation. Really? Well, okay. Um, this guy, the actor, looks stop motion. <laughs> he actually played Tarzan in a TV series for a number like of years. Okay. Look at that chin. Yeah. My word. And he, he, he's a real tall guy, and he was good for the character, but they made the show so campy with really? such poor special effects. Oh, I love the special effects. It, well, <laughs> yeah, that was the best the, part for The me. fact that the snakes were drawn oh, and like no. radioactive. Yeah, no. there were these green oh radioactive snakes that went through the air. Really? Yeah, you should see, look that's kind of like we used to watch the the BBC at Narnia 
uh, films. Uh, yeah, they had bad. the same thing. They would have like painted animation yeah. or like at some weird parts, and it would wouldn't fit with the style at all, and it would be kind of kind of out there. But but in 1975, I was so looking forward to this movie coming oh, out. Oh yeah, and. <laughs> It came and went so fast, and I never got to see it. Oh in no! The theaters. Oh. And so Did you ever really, see it? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until years later I bought it on VHS. Okay. Uh, and watched What's it. What's VHS? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Did guys. your wife it's approve that? Very hokey <laughs> cinema. <laughs> you say it's very pulpy. Cinema. Very hokey cinema. Oh. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you should look up Doc Savage like Cinema snake Starts scene with S. and watch just how great the special effects are. Okay, snake scene. I'll look that up. That's fantastic. Because um, I want to rewatch it. Yeah, it was, and there has been talk of a new. I heard movie. rumors. I heard The Rock might be in it. Is this the he has no. supposedly signed on to do it, and Shane Black is going to direct it. Shane Black directed Iron Man three. Yeah. Shane Black is a big Doc Savage fan. Ooh, well, um, that should be good because Iron Man three, I definitely liked. I definitely uh, liked. But a lot, they've been they've been in talks about it for about three years now. And, well, and The Rock's so busy, it probably won't yeah. come out to like twenty twenty eight. You know, at this rate. By the way, for those listening, if, I'm just gonna kind of give a little shout. Can I get a little preface of what's going on? <laughs> yeah. um, we are taking a break from the movies, kind of, you know, and we're gonna kind of talk about. Uh, old comic books, if you guys haven't gathered that um, already yet. We're going to talk well, about... Kind of precursor to comic books, even. Yeah, these are old schools, like hieroglyphics, yeah. um, <laughs> all sorts of ancient uh, well, documents. They were, were all originally up. written in Latin. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is fantastic stuff. So, yeah, just be prepared, ladies and gentlemen. If you're thinking movies are going to be coming, potentially, mm -hmm. but probably, just prepare. Probably this not, is a yeah. Doc Savage kind of a, kind of a day. Yep. Shadowing. Yep. I love it. Let's keep going. Let's watch the scene, though. I don't. I don't think we have it here. I don't know. There's a this trailer. Is just, this is just oh, a trailer. We can watch Man the trailer. Of yeah, let's yeah we, might, we might get a little clip of the snakes because I saw there other trailers out out there. Oh, there's the snake. No, wait, no. Oh my word! Oh, they had it painted on their chest. I forgot about that. Oh my! Oh my! I love how the music all sounds the same back then. Yeah. yeah, all the music back then was the same. Yep. Notice his plane is bronze colored. <laughs> Interesting. When the green wigglies are coming to get you. The green wigglies. Yep. Right yeah. here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what is? Go oh my goodness. Wow. This is really bad. Did they just shoot out a laser from the? A horrible death. Oh. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Whoa, I like that. I like that. Have no fear. Stop talking. No! No! This yeah, is the, a really long trailer, too. The, but twinkle, <laughs> the twinkle in the eye yeah. is really bad. They did that? That was yeah. so good. <laughs> Yeah. It's so good. Um, that man is a spray on tan, 100%. Yeah. So, <laughs> looks like Donald Trump in the early days. Yeah, exactly. So, Doc Savage was referred to as the man of bronze because Well, I can see that. His skin <laughs> his skin was permanently tanned from years in the tropical sun. Oh, yes, or a booth. Um, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you saw in the trailer there Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. He had a fortress of solitude. Okay. 
which was located up in the Arctic somewhere, yeah. that he would go to and do a lot of studying, be on his own. So he was an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you, I mentioned all the different ways that his aides were famous and skilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was skilled in all those same areas, but even more. Really? So all but his, combined. But his big specialty was as a surgeon. Oh, That's really? the name Doc. Ah, oh, that makes sense. His real name was Clark Savage Jr. Everyone's name was Clark if there wow. was if there was somebody it was Clark. The early advertisements for the Doc Savage magazine described him as a Superman. And this um, was before Superman. Wow, interesting. So the, the OG Superman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Superman took a lot from Doc Savage. You know, Doc Savage was a man of bronze. Superman was a man of steel. Yeah. Both had Fortress of Solitude. <gasps> yeah. I was going to say, I thought I heard Both that. was, uh, were the first name of Clark. Yep. Yeah. Um, both had five AIDS. Uh, both <laughs> spray tan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was very much a, a precursor. Both have that um, sense of justice. Mm -hmm. Both he yeah. and, and Superman. Now, um, did, does he ever uh, kill anyone? Ever. You know, in the first, I think, two or three stories, he did a couple times. But then after that... He stopped. He, he, they they kind of changed his character to be never wanting to kill anyone. He, okay. He okay. had special bullets in his gun. Oh, yeah. Mercy what? bullets. Mercy bullets. What? That would just make a person unconscious. They were very... Thin shelled and had an anesthetic in that there. That is right. funny. So that they could you still shoot somebody. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So we get he hardly guy. ever yeah. used a gun. Sure. Uh, but his his aides all used. Interesting. Guns. Does he ever use his surgical skills in like the comics? Like so, does that come into play? Uh, in the books, occasionally he does. Like I mentioned, Johnny wore a monocle. Yeah. Yeah. In the early stories, he wore the monocle because he had suffered an eye injury in World War One and. Ooh. Lost his sight in that eye, and at one point, then Doc, excuse me, Doc Savage uh, performs an operation on his eye and fixes it, and so he keeps the monocle just for sure. as a magnifier. Sure. Okay, um, as do yeah. I. But he, <laughs> he fixed uh, he fixed his eye. So occasionally in the stories, he might do something like that, or they'll refer to, you know, he just returned from a trip where he was, you know, doing some life saving surgery and. All oh, that interesting, yeah. Um, his kryptonite, if you will, oh. was oh, so he had one. Green women. snakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he was attracted so to women; snakes. he didn't know how to deal with women oh. because wow. because he was wow. very because he was very handsome and and virile and masculine. Yeah. Oftentimes, women would fall for him, and he just didn't know oh. how to deal with. Wow. Them. He never caught them. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever That's get a, a girl? No, no, no. He really because he believed that his life was too dangerous to have a family. Oh. You know that his enemies would try to attack his. So family that would be different than Superman. The super right because didn't Superman have a girl? What's yeah, Lois Lane. Lane. Yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah. 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 And they did eventually get married. I believe in one so. of the Earths. Yeah. One of the versions of oh, it. Oh, yeah. It. That's the problem with... I don't know about Doc Savage, but, like, just the comic books in general usually just, like, break apart and, like, just completely right. shatter into a million different stories. Yeah. 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 So then yeah. it's like, depending on which universe you're talking about, anything could be true. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Did Doc yeah. Savage ever do that, or was Doc Savage pretty stable throughout? Pretty stable. They, That's Of course, good. they... From the early 30s to the late 40s, things changed in tastes 
And so yeah. the later yeah. Doc Savage magazines, I think they rename even renamed the title like Doc Savage Science Detective or something. And, oh. Okay. And they would downplay his aides. So towards the end, his what his his, his companions, oh, his helpers, his oh, helpers. right, right. Um, towards the end, hardly anyone would appear in the story. Uh, maybe only two of them. Whatever. Oh yeah, that I realized that <laughs> that did sound bad. Michael, you just they downplayed his age. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> we were like early sixties or like late fifties. Doc what? Savage fights the age. Yeah, right. He's a surgeon. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Will he ever find a cure? <laughs> his, that was a good voice for it. Yeah, that was. It was just like that's the a good trailer yeah. voice, right there. His associates. His associates. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. would, they would hardly ever appear in the story. Oh, oh he also had oh, wow. a cousin, a female cousin, who? who also had very bronze skin, and she was very beautiful. Mm. And she would kind of worm her way into the stories. He was always trying to keep her out mm. uh, because he always thought it was too dangerous, and she was always up to the challenge. Did mm. she undergo the same, like, training that he did? No. Oh. No. Nope. She didn't. Um, but... The uh, monk and Ham were both kind of in love with her, and uh, <laughs> she would she would kind of you know play one off the other, but yeah, sure, yeah, sure, you know, sure, there's sure. never any romantic. Sure, okay, yeah, yeah, interesting. Really interesting. interesting. Um, so even though I wasn't reading the stories anymore after you know some years, uh, somebody illegally. <laughs> oh, <boy>. No. <laughs> Illegally? Uh, put all of the Doc Savage stories online in electronic form. No. Now, now, Bruce, I hope you didn't give in to the temptation to download those. I illegally. downloaded every single one. <laughs> Bruce! It's well, after you uploaded the them, now. right? <laughs> it was all in the name of scholarship and scientific investigation. <laughs> no. So here's where we go, deep nerd. Okay, let's go. Wait, we haven't been there already? <laughs> Sam's like, I have oh, just here. getting started. <laughs> Deeper. Okay. <laughs> um, so I downloaded all the text files. Yeah. And threw them into Microsoft Word. In those days, wow. Microsoft wow. Word didn't have a little thing at the bottom that would tell you how many words. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like a word count, yeah. So I wrote a macro. Sure. Count the words. Yeah. yeah. I counted the question marks. I counted the quotations. I counted the exclamation points because I wanted to see was there any change over time in like exclamation points. Wow. That would that yeah. would you know show how the writing was. Sure. And yeah, I also yeah. saw over time how the stories got shorter. Okay. Oh. Um, interesting. Because in World War II there was a big paper shortage, so a lot of these magazines had to make okay. smaller magazines, yeah. mm -hmm. so they would shorten the stories. So anyway, I had this macro that did all this information, um, and then I eventually threw it into a, a database, searchable database, so I could search for what words were used you know, frequently, because sure. Johnny, who always used big words, when he was surprised, his big expression was, I'll be super amalgamated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even remember what that word means. But he would always say that when he was surprised. So sure. I look up how many times did he say it? You know, wow. In 181 stories, yeah. he said it maybe a hundred times. You know? What database uh, did you throw this into? Uh, Microsoft Access. Access, I thought. Okay. So and then from there, I took it into one of my uh, statistics software to do some analysis to see 
could I tell a difference between this author and these other authors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there yeah, were yeah. multiple authors that would write the stories. Oh, okay. for sure. Yeah. I couldn't so much with Doc Savage, but I could with The Shadow. Interesting. Wow. Um, so I that even, really cool. you know, I <clears throat> in preparation for this. I love it. Um, I even went through and, and found all the words that were more than 10 letters long, you know, to find, to find <laughs> oh, some of yeah, those words yeah, yeah, yeah. that Johnny used. Um, <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, you know, like Doc Savage was referred to as the man of bronze. The word bronze appears over 12,000 times. Wow! wow. Because Whoa. oftentimes, you know, instead of saying Doc said or whatever, they would say the bronze man said. or Interesting. Know, stuff like that. Um, Rennie, when he spoke, it didn't say Rennie said. It would often say Rennie rumbled because he had a deep voice. So oh. rumbled or rumbles was used like 700 times. Wow. Uh, Monk, when he was surprised or shocked, he would often say blazes or howling calamities. <laughs> oh, oh, I do <laughs> you know, that just, too. Just goofy, goofy <laughs> expressions. Oh, howling calamities. <laughs> but... Him being described as howling or howled, again, you know, over 700 times. Wow! So, yeah, they, so they did use that. I told lot. you how formulaic yeah. the author was, so he would, Yeah, you he know, would just Yeah, I can definitely tell. Yeah. I probably, if we, like, counted, like, in real life, how many times we all say, like, a phrase yeah, over and over again. We were just talking about that, like, yeah. we say it over and over again, you probably, it's probably sadly a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know? Interesting. Phenomenal! <laughs> Phenomenal! <laughs> And a lot of these big words that Johnny used, I mentioned the author probably made up a lot of them, but there's a whole lot of them that occur just once. Really? You know, wow. That's that's cool. You know, that, that provides a unique uh, <laughs> yeah style to it. Yep. That's really interesting. Um, Man, you're bringing the details to the game. Yeah. yeah, and pulps would often have try to be very dramatic in just the opening line of the book. Sure. Okay. You know, like. Here are just a couple opening lines. At three o'clock, he was dead. Oh, you know. Or another yeah. opening line. I am about to be killed. The woman said. <laughs> the woman said. Yeah. <gasps> I'm about to be killed. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Here's another opening line. It was too bad the dog could not talk. <gasps> oh. Welcome. Oh. <laughs> uh. That's Here's another one. They killed Doc Savage on Saturday. <gasps> oh, Did no. Did he die? What? Of course Was that not. the last issue? Of course not. Actually, <laughs> in the last issue... What happens? He met the devil. What? Really? Yeah. Wait, so in Georgia? So I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was leaning in to say, in Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> Beat you to it. So it does go into the supernatural. It well, goes into I don't think that. the story comes out and says that he met the devil. But the title of the story was Up From Earth's Center. And Ooh. So it implies that that's what, okay, that's what he that's... did. I never read that story, but. What happens? I don't know. Oh! Well, he meets the devil. Yeah. So. <laughs> one, play the fiddle. <laughs> one uh, final note before we move on to the yeah. shadow. So the titles that that the author had for these Doc Savage stories. I don't know why I point to the computer screen. I think I actually the have them up here. Let me see. Well, well, I, I have them in a spreadsheet here, too. Um, okay, um, okay. But the titles were okay. things like, the first one was The Man of Bronze. Uh, 
There's Quest of the Spider, The Ooh. Man Who Shook the Earth, The Thousand-Headed Man. What? My favorite. Wow. The Men Who Smiled No More. Oh, wow. that's sad. He, he could, just needed hug. He could Ooh. stop the world. Uh, the Dagger in the Sky. Wow. You know, anyway, these kind of titles. The Spook yeah. Legion. So, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What invisible criminals. So here, <laughs> I don't know why I had this idea. Okay. But about, must be over 20 years ago. I had this idea of writing a short story and weaving into that short story as many of the titles of these books as I could get. Really? really? Wait, is that what that booklet is right there? Well, no way. I sent it in to this fan magazine called the Bronze Gazette. Oh, man. What? what? And this they published a... it. <laughs> they what? published it? Yep. Oh, you just, just tell me about this. You didn't tell me you're a published you author. That? Yeah. It's just like three or four pages. What? But I managed to work in. I managed to work in about ninety-three titles. Holy smokes! Wow. What? So, when when we're done here, if you want, you can read the story. Of that's amazing. That is incredible. That got published. So well, just in like a. There's fan probably that got published. <laughs> I don't know what the circulation is of this <laughs> okay. fan magazine. I know it's more than one. They've they've given out. Yeah. So you have two copies. Is yeah. it a, a new Doc Savage story, or is it no, just the, kind of like it's a... just little articles that fans send in? Okay, about, okay. About Doc Savage. Interesting. Um, and amazing. then you know, artists will draw their interpretations and all wow. that. Wow. I think it's. I think it was published about four times a year. Okay. And it, I think it's still being published. Um, wow. I actually sold all of the ones I had of this and got pretty good money for it. Too. Nice. <laughs> wow. I don't know what the circulation is, yeah. you know, whether it's in the hundreds or a couple thousand or whatever. But also, it is just like 50. There is, <laughs> each year, there's a Doc Savage convention called DocCon, and it takes really? place out in Arizona. I've never been. I don't know how many people go. go. I wonder how many. Yeah, I doubt I that there's cosplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy, you could go in that ripped up shirt you have. Oh, that's another thing. Pull up, do a search on the Bantam book covers. Uh, Bantam uh, book covers. Search that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Doc Savage Bantam book oh. covers. Interesting. Uh, how do you. B A N T A M, yep, book covers. Beautiful. Yep. And then go to the uh, whoa. Go to the images. Yeah. What was that word? Prurient. So the third one right there, the monsters. That's the one Oops. that I saw that really intrigued me. Okay. But notice. Because he's shirtless. Uh, no, but just, <laughs> just, the, just the, you know, the kind of monochrome color. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, see yeah. in all those titles, mm -hmm. um, and the wavy. Yeah, font. I see that. Yeah, the font they did that quite a bit, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, they did it in all of them. All of them, okay. And then across the top, it would say, in little print, you can't read it there, but it says, like, the Fantastic Adventures of Doc Savage. Um, but anyway, the wow. artist the artist who drew that, his name is James Bama, B-A-M-A. Bama. Okay. And he was a commercial artist at the time, did a lot of book covers. Later, he stopped being a commercial artist and went into fine art and he's very well known doing Western art. Oh. Super, super detailed, very ultra realistic. Really? His art is fantastic. Um, wow. That's interesting. But anyway, he used a, a model 
for Doc Savage. Now, if you search uh, Steve Holland, Doc Savage. My dad was actually the model. Well, yeah, that's what I'm covers. saying. Yeah. I, are you going to that? Like, are you? Were you the model? No. That's why you have the the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <that> you're saying. <laughs> Well, he's got the head for it, the bald head. So see, wow! Oh, my goodness. Wow. See the, the poses. So That one looks like one of the covers. It, yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, he would have them pose in these different ways and take photos. And then so that paint, he could draw, yeah, paint it later. Paint, okay. Uh, there. So look at that one in the middle. You see yeah, yeah. the three pictures yep, right there. Yep. Click on that. Okay, let's so see. Uh, like there, so right? there's him, and there's the painting. And then there's what it appears on He's the He's even cover. got his hair in the same like yeah. style. Yeah. As wow. So, so, interesting story I read. That shirt, Yeah. he had a specially torn shirt that he wore for all of these pictures. And one time, I guess, he left it in his hotel room and the cleanup lady threw it out <gasps> thinking it was just a rag. Oh, oh man. No. That's not good. Man. So did it, did the, the, uh, Drawings change in the the. Well, they uh, probably did a new shirt. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about if you had that original shirt, how much that would be worth. I mean, at least forty five cents. <laughs> at least. At least. Maybe oh, even fifty five. Maybe even fifty five. So that I mentioned, the first one I bought was forty five cents. I think the last one that I ever bought. I think the price was up to like seven dollars and ninety nine cents or something. Okay. Like that. Wow. Wow. And then wow. you just couldn't afford it anymore, right? <laughs> Well, at that point, his mom stopped buying them for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But true. when I sold, I sold them all on eBay, and I think the ones that were um, had like four or five stories in. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of them that I think I got like twenty or thirty dollars for. Them. Nice, wow. uh, that's pretty good. So yeah, I did okay. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh my goodness! It's like, and that's how I became a millionaire. <laughs> I sold Doc Savage <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, of copies. so then, I don't know how many years ago, there was another publishing company that started republishing the Doc Savage stories again. Yeah. Two per issue in a large, larger magazine okay. format about, okay. the, about the size of, uh, I don't know, maybe like a People magazine, but sure. with a straight square spine. And okay. then they, they would, on the cover, use one of the pulp covers mm -hmm. or occasionally one of the bantam covers. Mm. And then they would also include some of the original interior art from the original pulps, which were typically just black and white drawings. Sure. And there would often be an article about the stories. This guy who was writing the new ones, he would go through and re-edit some of the original stories and maybe include some stuff that wasn't in the originals okay. or uh, whatever. And But they were, I think they were like twelve ninety five each. Wow. But they did all 181 stories in wow. however many magazines okay. it took. Um, and, I, and I think I bought maybe the first four or five and then I thought, eh, yeah. I'm not going to spend all this money getting you're these. A, yeah, you're an adult. I'd already ridden, sure. ridden that horse. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're a diehard fan. Yeah. You know the model of the guy on the cover. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, you can see that that's one picture of just Doc's head with the five guys behind him. Right there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so that was... Oops, that's a boy. This <laughs> was on the big. back of the original Bantam paperbacks. Okay. So this was the okay. artist's rendition of what the guys would look like. So Ham on, yeah. uh, sure. Ham on the left, Monk on the right, mm -hmm. Rennie in the middle, Johnny uh, second from the r left, 
Okay. With the hat on and long tom with his back to us. Interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Man, That's I cool. hope I look as good as Doc Savage when I'm that old. Right? Man, look, at him. <laughs> look at that, that hairstyle. That is, yeah, <laughs> that is deep peak. He didn't yeah. look anything like that on the pulp covers. <laughs> okay. So the pulp covers, they tried to make him look more like a Clark Gable type. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, I don't know how James Bama came up Clark with the Gable. Widow's Peak. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with hair that far down. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost. What if that becomes the nose. trend? That could that become be the trend. It just goes into his unibrow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Combines yeah. into like its own thing. That's insane. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't want that. Yeah, and probably extensions. So, I have a quick question. Do you, yeah. Did you have a favorite uh, Doc Savage uh, pulp comic growing up? Like with um, one that you that kind of stood out. First, let me correct something. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. These are not comics. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, boy. Full yeah, I see. Come on. Magazine. Okay. That's <laughs> like, I'm done with this podcast. Hey, I yeah. thought you guys were professionals. I yeah. thought you were listening, but you didn't hear a word I said. <laughs> uh, a favorite story? Um, what is this? Favorite story? <laughs> <laughs> Novel. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, yeah. All the words I didn't use. In the right <laughs> maybe, maybe that first one that I ever read, just because it had such an impact. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I have a follow up after that too. Yeah. Now, because yeah. Isaac has that, but I want to know in in these pulps, was there ever? a villain that you thought was the coolest guy or was there a villain that you particularly liked? There was only one villain that ever appeared in more than one story. Almost really? all of them would get killed. Okay. The okay. But sure. there was the one. The bullets wouldn't work. Misfired. There was one villain who appeared in a story that was titled The Fortress of Solitude because this villain found Doc Savage's Fortress really? of Solitude. Oh. And his name was John Sunlight. Oh, Johnny Sunlight. <laughs> and he later appeared in another story that was titled uh, The Devil Genghis. Um, and I think that was published maybe some months after the first one. Hmm. That, that was the only villain that ever appeared twice. Was it? Was Johnny Sunlight, was his character pretty dark? Can <laughs> <laughs> I name my firstborn son Johnny Sunlight now? <laughs> uh, I, all I remember was that he liked to dress in very monochrome colors. You know, if he was dressing in blue, everything was blue. If he was dressing okay. in gray, everything was gray. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Sure. Now, um, these were all in color, correct? Uh, no, this, these are stories. Uh, there was no art. In the in the Bantam reprints, there was no art inside. Yeah, what do you think? These were comics? Well, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. In the, in the pulps, there was just a few interior illustrations, black with, and white. Black and white. They were yep. black and white. Yeah, oh. but there, Marvel did do some Doc Savage comics in the 1970s. Really? Only lasted about eight issues. Then, uh, well, that's because their original Wait. fan base had all died out at that point. <laughs> yeah. DC did a run of Doc Savage comics some what? years later. Wait, it. so how did they... They can all have the rights to be able to use Well, the that rights kind of so. went back and forth. And yeah, yeah, Marvel okay. probably was like, hey, you want this? We don't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're not getting anything. The DC else. ones brought him into the modern age, and yeah. they didn't do oh. it. Like, Actually, it wasn't even him. I think it was like his grandson or something. Ooh, grand and then uh, a couple Junior other smaller... Savage. <laughs> Granddaddy Doc Savage. A couple other smaller publishing companies... Uh, uh, I think maybe Dark Horse did a small run, 
and Millennium Comics mm. did a run. Okay. Interesting. Um, and I had all those too. <laughs> of course. Wow. We, we need to see this collection. So, so it's was, all gone. Now. Was that oh, your favorite okay. villain, or is, you, can you think of a villain that you actually just liked? As like, just even though he died at the end, or, or whatever, was there a villain that was just like he was super cool, or he was like maybe the baddest villain, or like? Yeah, none of them that really stood out because it was. For me, it was Doc Savage that overshadowed. Interesting. Overshadowed. Oftentimes, the author would try to keep who was the real bad guy hidden. Oh! You know, so sometimes he, it might be somebody that, you know, uh, they meet early in the story that they think they're helping this person out. Yep. It turns out they're, they're the bad guy. Okay. Well, and you, you had mentioned earlier, too, that a lot of times the story will set it up where it seems like something supernatural is going on, and then it's not until the end that they find out that it's some sort of mechanical gadget that's uh, doing yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Interesting. Um, but for me, you know, like I told you about when I bought that first one, mm -hmm. and for a long time I could probably tell you where I bought you know, maybe the first 20 or 30 ones that I did. I can't remember anymore, but mm -hmm. I do remember a few specifically in that, because that first one was the seventh one that Bantam reprinted. So then I had to start, you know, how do I find one, two, oh, three, yeah, four? Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I remember number six, it took me years to find. I don't <laughs> know why, but it did. And I remember some. my mom used to bowl a lot and she would go to bowling tournaments out of town awesome. and whenever she would do that I would and my mom was a big reader and so I would say hey if they have a bookstore in that town can you go in there and see if you know I'm, I need this Doc Savage book and this one <laughs> you know and then the next day I'd ask her did you find any nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh. but every once in a while she'd go yeah I found this oh. you know, and that was like oh, wow. yeah yeah, yeah. man that's awesome yep and Interesting. they were Bantam would put them she out really about once a month <laughs> and uh, there were certain drug stores or bookstores that I would sure. go to, and I would know exactly where to look to see where the new one was. You, you went in, and you were like, hey, don't even talk to me, yep. drugstore. You went right to the but thing. <laughs> I was telling Sam on the way over here that just talking about this so much, <laughs> I probably never talked about Doc Savage this much in my entire life, <laughs> or at least for at least 50 years, because... There's never been anyone that I've known that had an interest yeah. in it like I do. Yeah. Or okay. like I did. Yeah. Um, so this is a little bit cathartic. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, this is just good. Good. getting all this useless information that's been <laughs> in my head for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Get it out so in the world. Yeah. Get it out. And, well, this is uh, interesting for sure. Uh, well, again, because anytime you bring it up to my mom, she'd be like, Bruce, not now. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Um, she, she would savagely cut me down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to do it, yeah. yeah. Man, Doc Savage. So that was Doc Savage. Do you have anything else on Doc Savage before you move I on to I think, I think. Well, actually, I've got a question for you. Yes. So that database that you illegally made from illegal <laughs> downloads, did you do anything with that? I actually wrote an email to the people that were publishing Republishing yeah. Doc Savage stories, and I said, I got this database. I've done this analysis. If you want it, you can have it. You know, I've never tried to, you know, sell anything from it. Yeah. And I think they uh, let me send it to them. Wow. You know, really? Mm -hmm. Did you like graph anything? 
Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's a statistician. Yeah. Is that even a question? Uh, That's like the comic question. It's not a comic. But I figure it's going to be hard to show graphs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, During yeah. the podcast. We can't really yeah, that'd be too graphic. <laughs> but offline, I can show you. Okay, wow. Still That's... too graphic for me. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. That oh, my really word. Cool. Yep. Man, you should use your super... You are a form of Doc Savage in that you're <laughs> graphing and databasing well, abilities. Well, because I'm a professional statistician, just the Plug stats that. behind... <laughs> <laughs> the stats behind the stories was what interested yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to, you know, do some basically textual analysis well, yeah, to yeah. see could I textually see a difference in the authors. Totally. You know, yeah. and... Doc Savage wasn't so much, but The Shadow, I definitely could. Yeah. And we'll get to that. But perfect transition yeah. if you want to move on yeah. to The Shadow. Yeah, I think I've exhausted <laughs> no, my yeah. knowledge of Doc Savage. That was Savage. good. That was good. <laughs> All good information. I'll probably, I'll probably think of something later that <laughs> I want to throw in. Yeah, so, yeah, man. I'm not nearly as knowledgeable on The Shadow. Well, we can get into The Shadow a little yeah. bit. And The Shadow is actually a precursor to Doc Savage. Okay. So the shadow um, came before yep, Doc Savage. Yep. He, um, <clears throat> there was a radio program called, I don't know what it was called, like the Detective Hour or something. The Detective Hour. And they had an announcer on there that they referred to as the shadow who would have this okay. kind of mysterious voice. So people started going to their magazine stands and saying, hey, do you have any issues of that shadow guy? Oh, well, oh, really? they didn't really? have anything. What, okay. So then Street and Smith said, well, we should develop a character. So they hired uh, Walter B. Gibson, who, uh, Michael, this, you'll appreciate this, Walter B. Gibson knew Houdini. And Whoa, Walter what? B. Gibson was a huge magic fan. In oh, fact, in fact I brought with me a book he wrote called uh, The Encyclopedia of Close-Up Magic, Ooh. written by Walter B. Gibson. He also, I may own that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he also has one called The Encyclopedia of Card Tricks or something like that. Oh, my man um, is on board. But he um, fleshed out the character. Sure. And, uh, and he wrote hit the house name that Street and Smith chose to give the author of The Shadow is Maxwell Grant. Interesting. Mm. So he was like a ghostwriter in a way, right? Yep. So he yep. was, okay. And The, the Shadow quickly became so popular that it was published twice a month. The Doc oh, Savage books okay. or magazines were published once a month okay. up until somewhere in the 1940s where okay. it went like every other Was that normal whatever. to be posted once a month? And that, that was typical. You're, you're doing well, yep. it's once a yep. month. But these were so popular twice a month. Wow. So for so that was like a period of years, wow. Walter B. Gibson was writing two 60,000 word stories every month. Holy smokes. How? Wow. He wow. said he had three typewriters that he worked with. And he'd <laughs> oh, type on what? one until one got tired, and then he'd go to the next one. Wow. And, and in fact, he's in. he was in the Guinness Book of World Records at one time really? for typing like 1.4 million words in the course of a year on a Smith Corolla typewriter or something. Oh, like that. holy Word. cow. Oh, my goodness. Good so, googly and, this, these are mechanical typewriters. Yeah, they're like, no. yeah, we got to press hard. In the he, said, he said his fingers would get sore and almost bleed oh. you know, from doing that. I don't wow. like that. <laughs> yeah. He's going far for his so, draft. <laughs> ultimately, there were 325 issues of the Shadow magazine put out wow. between 1931 
1949. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, a lot of pulps basically ended in 1949 because that's the whole that whole concept was kind of dying out as paperback books were coming into vogue. Oh, gotcha. okay. Vogue. Vogue. Interesting. Um, so the shadow was this kind of mysterious crime fighter who, as you can see from the pictures, he would wear a, a black, it was always described as a black slouch hat. But it was like it, okay. for, it was a fedora for those it, kind of ish. Yeah, that's kind of the way they drew it, but they never described brim. it in the in the text the as a fedora. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It was always brim. described as a slouch hat. Okay. And he wore a cape. Uh, Whoa. Always de really? depicted or a cloak is what they would call okay. it. And depicted always as a crimson lined cloak. Okay. Um, Always had a pair of forty-five caliber pistols. Oh, so he didn't give he, a crap. He wasted <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many bad guys um, all was, the time. Okay, so that was when they were like, "You can just wreck havoc." Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. so some so of the I'm, some of the shadow <laughs> shadow story titles, you know, the first three were called "The Living Shadow," "The Eyes of the Shadow," Ooh. "The Shadow Laughs." Whoa. So <laughs> the shadow's laugh <laughs> was a big thing. He, his laugh was always described as sardonic or sibilant. <laughs> what? What? Sibilant. S-I-B-I-L-A-N-T. What, what do those words mean, Father? Well, Google. Joe can look them up. Sardonic. Go. What do we got? Sardonic is kind of like almost grimly mocking yeah. or cynical. And then yeah. what is the other one? Sibilant is kind of a whispery kind of sound. So it's like, oh. <sighs> well, I think uh, from the Ma movie, you get a pretty good taste of what it sounds like, don't you? <laughs> Making or that... characterized by a hissing sound. Yeah. Let's go. How sibilant of you. So some other, some other names are... Uh, Mobsmen on the spot, mm. Uh, mm. the silent death. Sorry, what would these come out? Because these would this have been around the mob like 1920 era? 1931. 1931. Was the first. So in the 30s, there was still a lot of a lot of mob. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yep. And he was. Shooting down gangsters left, left and right. Left and right, yeah. just every other one was well, on One, one of his uh, taglines is, as you sow evil, so shall you reap evil. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after the novels started coming out, they yeah. did develop, I think in maybe 1937, they did develop a radio program of The Shadow. Wow, because it was that, that What Joe just quoted was from the radio and not from the books. Yeah, um, Joe. Yeah, come on oh, now, man. Uh, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the later shadow stories, so I mentioned Walter B. Gibson was the main author. Of the 325 stories, I think he wrote 282 of them. Wow. Okay. Wow. There yeah. was another guy named Theodore Tinsley that Tinsley? periodically <laughs> would substitute one, and I think he wrote around 30 or so. Okay. And his stories, in fact, I can dramatically and, uh, well, not dramatically is not the right word, um, in some statistical analysis I can show there's a big difference between how Gibson wrote and Tinsley wrote and the other author Bruce. Do you Elliott. have graphs really? to show to I, back it up? I 
do I didn't bring those. <laughs> Michael's with me, like, I want to immediately download <laughs> I love oh, that. Conveniently yeah. missing the data to play <laughs> I get it. I have the data, um, but I just didn't figure you'd be he able doesn't to have the visuals. convey it. Mm. <laughs> but um, Tinsley used a lot, sh a lot shorter sentences and a lot more exclamation points. Oh, and okay. he tried to introduce a little more lurid elements into the stories. Oh, like okay. often, in I never read any of his stories, but from what I've read about his stories, he would have situations where, you know, a woman ran outside and and all she had on was the shadow's cloak or something, ah, you know, that kind of thing. Little prurian. Scandalous. Yes. <laughs> little saucy. Good word yeah. usage there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, we're learning yeah. new words Too today. saucy or spicy and for young years. Well, Bruce, I... <clears throat> Bruce Elliott. Oh, so the shadow had a secret identity. <gasps> and... But he doesn't have a mask. Well, he always, he would always operate in the dark. Oh, uh, hence... Uh, he could blend in really well. In the radio the show... <laughs> What's your superpower? I hide well. <laughs> I wear camo. Yeah. Well, um, Urban because camo. he's always dressed in... Because <laughs> he's always dressed in black. Yeah. And, you know, in those days, in the 30s and 40s, things were not as well lit as they are today. You yeah. know, outside. A lot more lit. City now, streets. Place <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot more lit, yeah. Um, but... It, when they moved to the radio program, what they did is they gave him the power to cloud men's minds so they couldn't see him. So that wasn't in the books at it all? It wasn't in the books at all. So really? in the books, he was a vanilla. He had no super power. No. He but was just he very was just stealthy. Very stealthy. Always, really good always shot. Always one hide and seek. Um, Interesting. As uh, a child. Had a number of gadgets. Like he had special uh, suction cup things that he'd climb up the outside really? of buildings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And he wow. did have a he did enlist some helpers periodically. Sure, um, but even they didn't know his true identity. What was his uh, true identity? Well, okay, so in the early stories, um, he you got the impression he was this rich kind of playboy type billionaire okay. named Lamont Cranston. Mm, I'm sensing a, a similar Wait, character in nowadays. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that. Yep. Oh, the shadow was a big influence on Batman. Oh, well, yeah. Um, it sounds like it. In fact, there have been a couple comic books where the shadow and Batman meet. Really? Oh, that's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I am your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think in one of them... Batman thanks the shadow for oh. being his inspiration. <laughs> there we go. And That's then uh, at, at like the end or something, uh, the shadow leaves him a note saying that he knows that he's Bruce Wayne, but his secret is safe with the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow knows. <laughs> I like to think of his laugh as like the Crypt Keeper. Have you ever seen that? Do you know Crypt Keeper? Uh, that, yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> Yep. There you go. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's you can so find a lot of the old uh, Shadow Radio episodes online. Oh, yeah. Or oh, yeah. On so Spotify. Great. So the Spotify, radio yeah. episodes, were they started before the, the books? And then, no. Oh, the, oh, they didn't. Okay. The books started in 1931. The actual Shadow Radio show, I think, was about 1937. And oh, the, okay. The okay. first person to play the Shadow on the radio was Orson Welles. Wow. wow. 
Yeah, and so he, he did the voice of the shadow for, I don't know, maybe a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then various actors over the years. Some actors would do it for a number of years. But I think the shadow radio program was maybe on the air until the early 50s. Yeah, okay. when I looked up, it was like wow. 53, I think. Yeah. Orson okay. Welles, by the way, is a, uh, is a rabbit in the Chinese Zodiac. Okay. Which Isaac and I are both as well. Yeah, if you want to listen to the radio show or the old Shadow radio show, you can look up The Shadow, the vintage radio show on Spotify. Yeah, There's yeah a it's all on really? Spotify. They yeah. have and all the episodes. Yeah. They're and, great. And wow. they're almost always brought to you by Blue Coal. Yep. <laughs> Blue Coal. Blue Coal. That's Blue amazing. That is, yeah. That is cool. yeah, they usually have the commercials and everything. So they have like the ads? Yep. Yes. Wow. And the ads are exactly how you expect them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That is cool. Yep. And yeah, the shadow would often on the radio program say, you know, the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Oh, crime yeah. does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> <laughs> is it the movie or is it? No, it's the program that always has the what evil lurks in the hearts of men. The, the shadow, shadow knows. Yes, yeah, that's like his signature yeah. tagline. Yeah. yeah, but at so the beginning the, of every that was episode, never right? in the in the books. Interesting. Right. Should have yeah. been in the books. Yeah, Should have been. So I mentioned earlier the the phrase purple prose. Yeah. It's very well illustrated in in some of the shadow stories. Okay. Uh, Walter B. Gibson loved to write in kind of a, a very mysterious kind of atmosphere to try to create that atmosphere that of mystery. Tone. Yeah. Okay. He loved settings in Chinatown. Oh. Um, and almost all the action would take place in New York. Or Chicago, oh, okay. like a big you know, city, big yeah, city, yeah. Like that. city kind of thing. But so I just pulled up some things where the shadow was using his automatics, his okay, guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so <clears throat> says uh, now his automatics came into sudden action. They burst forth with roars that sounded like cannon in that low-ceilinged room. They formed a swift barrage, a deadly hail of uncanny fire that rained destruction on those who had unwisely found the shadow's wrath. Oh, wow. That's oh, very, I like that. That's, that's, that's the tone. Yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, flashing guns, thudding bodies, groans <laughs> and cries of wounded gangsters. These were the accompaniment to the staccato melody of the Shadows 45. Ends with the 45s. Like, man, man yeah. we need kind to make a t-shirt of that point. one. Yeah. Oh, that... I, I have a t-shirt Shadow <laughs> with the shadow. It says the Shadow knows. And it's oh, got that a, is so a picture, like a pulp type picture. Interesting. Yeah. The okay, I'm going wow. to play just the opening of the radio Please. broadcast because yes. it's so good. Yes. Yeah. Now that sounds like so an evil good. laugh right there. That is <laughs> yeah. so good. That's yeah. the shadow? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. That's wow. Cool. Oh, my word. Those guns. That is a, an amazing quote. I may have to keep that one. <laughs> About the, the Use it as dude. a sound bite for... Uh, yeah, or just like have yeah. it. Like, if ever, anyone's thinking about getting like a back tat. <laughs> <laughs> I am now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, so here's, here's another excerpt. Uh, then came another flare. It showed a new sight. 
The shadow was in the center of the deck. Swinging rapidly to and fro, his automatics were discharging leaden messengers of death. Oh! <laughs> that is yes. so good. I love how descriptive leaden these are. messengers of wow. death. <laughs> that is really good. One, one more. That's okay. Amazing. One fighter was succeeding where two had failed. The shadow had withheld the power of his 45s until his enemies were completely at his mercy. With four automatics, two in hands and two beneath his cloak, he had reserve ammunition sufficient to wipe out the dastardly crew. Oh, wow. Wow. This sounds wow. like the fun times in the so Wild West does, pulp. Does he ever like get overpowered? It doesn't sound like that from the well, way he's. Sometimes he would be, you know, knocked unconscious. Sure. Or, yeah. And and uh, Gibson liked to get him into a trap where the bad guys would put him in some kind trap. of yeah, deadly yeah. trap that he would use escape techniques that Houdini. Gibson knew about from Houdini mm -hmm. to escape. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, liked to describe yeah. those kind of things. Another typical scene was... secrets. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking of. Houdini's like, The shadow would... Uh, he had a special office somewhere that had just the name B... Jonas on the front. Okay. And he would go to that office like at night and it would be all dark and it would be described as a single lamp on the desk would come on and two white they were always described as kind of white hands with long slender fingers would appear and he would be going through like newspaper clippings or clues about the crime and uh, oh. Writing, he'd write things down. It would all take place in the, you know, you, you could picture a little spotlight that all you would yeah, see is yeah. the yeah, hands. Yeah, the hands just. And he wore a <clears throat> he wore a ring, call, uh, that had a special stone in it called a gyrosol, and it was oh. a special kind of opal ring. Oh. But that was always described as glittering in the light. And oh. Do they have those? Are those a thing? I don't know. They should sell those. Yeah. What What about <laughs> it was special? Yeah. Did it have any special properties? It didn't, it didn't hypnotize really? anyone or anything it like that. It hypnotized me. It was just kind of... Objects, objects, objects with his mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, he didn't become no. a Green Lantern. So <laughs> did he have any... Um, so it seems like this guy definitely, the shadow face is more like mobsters. Did he have any any particular arch nemesis that lived? Yes. Throughout? Oh, yeah. He oh, okay. had, there were was, a number of... Of bad guys that he faced that made Mul more than Mul one appearance. In, in contrast okay, so they to Doc Savage. Okay. His biggest nemesis was a man named Shiwan Khan, okay. who was, was supposedly he from <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. who was supposedly <laughs> a direct descendant of Genghis Khan. Oh, just like half a billion people today are. <laughs> <laughs> or it might even be more than it's, half a billion. It's it true. Yeah, three or four billion. And then. <clears throat> But uh, he was also a master of disguise. Mm. Um, I mentioned he would, that early on we thought that he was really Lamont Cranston, but you found out in about the second or third story that there was a real Lamont Cranston and the shadow would say, basically went to his room, broke into his house one night and told him, I'm gonna appear as you. Wow. You, need to, you need to get out of town for a while because I need to use your identity. That's oh, funny. You know? Just like going to a Creston was a uh, like millionaire who traveled around the world yeah. regardless. So regardless, he's basically yep. like 
oh, anytime you're out of town, I'm going to pretend I'm you. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had a few wow. other identities like that he would do similar to that, but it wouldn't necessarily be of a real person. Sure, okay. And so it wasn't until, I think, 1937, so six years into the magazine, that a story appeared called The Shadow Unmasked. <gasps> oh. And you found out his real identity. Uh-oh. So his true identity was Kent Allard. Oh. So now, <laughs> Doc Savage and the Shadow, Clark and Kent. Wow. Clark, K- Kent Clark. Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. Did either of them wear glasses? Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that's and interesting. And supposedly Kent Allard had been a fighter pilot in World War One or something like wow. that. Wow. Um, okay. Was he rich? I don't know. I never. I don't. I never actually read that story. Sure, sure, sure. I I probably only read maybe thirty okay. of the Shadow stories okay. because Bantam started reprinting the Shadow stories after the success of their Doc Savage stories. Oh, so okay. they started doing the Doc Savage in 1964, and the Shadow. I think they started in 1970 or 71. Yeah. Okay. And for Bantam, it only lasted like seven issues. Okay. They didn't have very good uh, cover art, sure. which I think okay. was part of it. Mm. And then, which you need in these kind of things. Yeah. yeah and then some years buy. later, um, Pyramid Publishing started reprinting some Shadow stories, and they had uh, Jim Starenko, Starenko do the cover art, who was a very well-known comic book artist. Wow. Um, okay. okay. He did some of the early artwork on uh, Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, and yeah, really? some other stuff, and and was a very highly respected artist and really neat stuff yeah but unfortunately in the pyramid covers not the first few but there were a number of them where Steranko would put I don't know even know how to describe it uh sauce women yeah oh saucy. <laughs> That's what yeah women with little clothes on or yes. you know stuff like that Prurient. I mean, not, not that they were wearing small sizes, but yeah. <laughs> didn't yeah. have enough clothing. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I think I think the pyramid editions went maybe twenty or twenty-two or something like that. Mm. And uh, then, again, so, some years earlier, or not some years earlier, just in the more recent past, the same publishing company that was redoing all the Doc Savages again mm-hmm. started started redoing the shadow oh. And, oh. and they're still pumping them out what wow. um, don't you have a newer one in your office right now or is that that's a comic framed? book somebody gave me a framed shadow comic book yeah. for, for christmas and these are pulp, pulp is, sam come on <laughs> novel well, is that like Good a newer one? Is one or is that an old one it's a newer one okay yeah that's one but, but it's not yeah, a yeah. it's not one of the pulp stories okay it's, yeah, yeah it's a comic it's a, book yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> comic book, come on, Sam. <laughs> I say novel. <laughs> yeah, regardless, um, these shadow stories are are still. They haven't finished the whole run yeah. of these newer ones, and they're okay. in a larger format. So, and you can find them. Wow, they're still. You can going. find these That's... and the Doc Savage ones in in any comic book shop, like sure. the Source. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. If you ever want to look at one. So I'm assuming, well, since they're still pumping him out, he didn't die at the end, right, or anything like that. No. There was nope. no. I don't know what the final story was. So, um, Walter B. Gibson quit writing them in like 
the mid forties and this Bruce Elliott took over the main authorship. Okay, sure. And he hardly ever had the shadow appear as the shadow. It was just always Lamont Cranston sure. doing detective work. Just trashy. Oh. Yeah, really waste. poorly written. And then that's not good, yeah. The company tried to revive the magazine by bringing back Walter Gibson to try to get him back to mm -hmm. form. Okay. And I think he wrote the last I don't know, five to sure. ten. I'm but by not then, sure. it probably well, the reputation was probably yeah. yeah, and it was near the end of the whole pulp, pulp thing anyway. Sure, the pulp. Then phase. in um, the very early '60s, Belmont Publishing decided they wanted to come out with the sh Shadow Stories again. So they had Walter B. Gibson write an updated version mm. of the Shadow, where now he was a little bit more like a spy than a detective. Oh. So he wrote one, and then some hack named Dennis Lind, Linds or something like that, okay. wrote another several, wow, so I don't know, three or four. Quite a few authors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, weren't, they weren't very good. Mm. Okay. Um, I'll bet you just used the word hack to describe <laughs> someone. I've never I, heard I, I love it. Like, some hack. It was so yeah. savage. Yeah. Like, and no one acknowledged it. hack. <laughs> Is this yeah. It's kind of sad with all these pulp uh, stories, though. Like in the comics, <laughs> say comics. is that or, well, and like all these kind of things that like they don't have like an ending. You know what I'm saying? Like they try to like reboot them, and then they'll try to like bring them back. Yep. And then they'll have a different writer, and then it kind of trails mm -hmm. off into like not good material. And both mm -hmm. the Shadow and Doc Savage were in comic books in the 40s, I think, for a while. Sure. Okay. And then uh, uh, in 19. 72 or so, DC uh, started publishing some Shadow comics. Interesting. And they actually had a very good artist work on it for the first several issues named Michael Kaluta, K-A-L-U-T-A, who was really good. And he, he did some great stuff. And I don't, I don't remember how many issues that lasted. Um, then he left and some other, couple other artists did it, and then they went to some artist that I thought his work was really terrible. Mm, and trash, then, and then a it, hack. <laughs> <laughs> and then it eventually died out. And then uh, some years later, they brought it back, DC, for a while, and then Dark Horse did a number of issues. Um, Interesting, goodness. And I don't think anybody, I don't think there's been, I don't, I don't I can't think of there. There was a more recent yeah version in the comics, and I can't even remember who did it. Maybe DC again. Sure. Uh, so when they combined the Shadow and what's his Doc name, Savage, they had to have been owned by the same company, correct? I they mean, were they, both published by Street and Smith yep. in the 30s and 40s. Okay, so back in the yeah. and so that makes sense. So why they could be in up. the DC run of the Shadow comics. I think it was the DC run or the Dark Horse run. One of the two. They did a couple crossover issues between Doc Savage and The Shadow. Interesting. Okay. And then this new author that's been writing uh, the Doc Savage stories, he's also a big expert on The Shadow. His name is Will Murray. Mm. Okay. And Bill Murray? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> in, in fact, the new Doc Savage stories he was writing, he would base them on outlines that the original author left in his Wow. In his oh, good man. That's cool. That's cool. <clears throat> but wow. he... Um, uh, he, in a couple of the Doc Savage stories he wrote, he had Doc Savage and the Shadow meet. Okay. Um, wow. 
So would you say in like contrast between the shadow and Doc Savage, would you say the shadow is a little bit more gritty and Doc Savage is a little bit more super? Yes, the shadow is more okay. gritty, and yeah. I think the writing was a lot better with the shadow. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Walter B. Gibson, I think. Uh, was pretty good at, at at setting kind of yeah. a mysterious the ex- the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. Like it was, it was I very like much that. over the top. Yeah. Whereas the Doc Savage stories, you know, very fast paced and everything happened, yeah. but he didn't get all that so descriptive the, into it. Were the radio programs were those influenced by Gibson at all? Like, did he have any play in those, or were those written by someone completely different? Because Zoles did a really good job too of like creating yeah. that kind of mystery. He, he could have had a little bit of a hand in some of the early ones, and sometimes they would be loosely based on some actual shadow stories, but generally they were just written by other people. Gotcha. I, yeah, it looks like the majority of the radio show was written by Sidney Slon. Okay. Yeah. That hack. Slon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so over the years, there were a number of books that were written about the shadow like will murray had a book called the duende d-u-e-n-d-e which i think was the name of a publishing company Mm. history of the shadow and i own that too (laughs) and there was another one called the shadow scrapbook that i owned Mm. and then i came across a book that was it had been used in like a, a multimedia college class that had scripts from four of the shadow radio programs sure that i found for somewhere for 10 bucks nice and you had it yeah i mean yeah yeah you had so so did you memorize a monologue for us then (laughs) no but um (laughs) (laughs) that's his that's his uh once i started thinking about selling some of the stuff that i had collected Mm -hmm. i saw how much some of the stuff was worth on ebay and oh. I thought, can I part with this? Sure, for that price. I <laughs> <laughs> that $10 book of radio scripts, Yeah, I sold it for over $100. On oh, wow. And the guy wow. that bought it was like, I've been looking for this for a long time. And wow. He was thrilled to get it, and I was thrilled to sell yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. so you had like a bunch of Shadow merchandise and stuff, right? I did, yeah. yeah. There was a Shadow movie that came out in 1994. Oh, really? I was about to ask that. With yeah. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> As, As the, the shadow? shadow? What wow. a man! And was this better than the, yeah. the Doc Savage movie? <laughs> it was not horrid. Okay, that's a good... It's got a, a, a lot fun. of great one-liners, that's yeah, for, sure. for sure. Yes, okay. it does. Mm. It does. It's pretty, pretty it's, cheesy. It's kind of like the like, Batman and Robin with... Uh, uh, Arnold as Mr. Freeze. Like, there's a lot of good one-liners. Yeah. It's cheesy, but it's a good movie. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of cheese, it. a lot of ham. If yeah. you want yourself a good ham and cheese sandwich, there, yeah. it's got plenty. Yeah, you got the <laughs> ham and you got the cheese. Yeah. yeah. I like um, it. There were, there were a couple spots in the movie where I went, oh, that's pretty cool. Because it, okay. it, it they did, did well remind too, me so? of some things from the book. Okay. That's good. Um, that's what you want. No animated me. snakes, though. No. That was a disappointment. Yeah. Um... But and one of the bad guys was uh, Tim Curry. Oh, if you know who that is oh. from Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah, and, and one of the Home Alone movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in one of the Home Alone movies. I think so. Yeah, he was uh, in the hotel. In oh, Home Alone too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Hello. Um, he was Donald Trump, right? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Played Donald Trump. Um, so, do you think that uh, between Doc Savage and The Shadow, which one do you think is more popular? 
I'm just saying from the prices that you gave me, it looks like you sold the shadow stuff for more, so I assume the shadow's yeah, more popular. I, I don't know, though. The but shadow collector stuff. stuff the, the, the shadow yeah, collector stuff that, you know, books written about him, there weren't a whole lot of books. I don't think I had too much that was about Doc Savage. Okay, more about okay. the shadow. Because the shadow had the radio program, uh, a, a Bigger run of the pulps. Yeah, um, a better movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, multiple movies too. Really? Well, yeah, there were a bunch of Shadow serials made in the 30s and 40s. Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. So I never saw any of those, but um, so I'm sure they're cereal, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if you've ever seen Shaped any, as the shadow like that. <laughs> if you've ever at? seen any serials from the 30s and 40s, yeah. you know what they're like. Yeah, yeah, I watch that all the time. <laughs> Actually, they are fun to watch if sure. you get a bunch of guys together and have people riffing on them like a Mystery Theater 3000. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. There we sure. go. Because That's what we, we could do. We that. just yeah. make fun of so, Bruce's childhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in connection with the Shadow movie, they put out some toys, Shadow toys, and I had a bunch of those. Oh, wow. Yeah, it would have been fun to play with those. Yeah, huh? I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let, I didn't let them play off? with them. No. I kept them off? in the boxes. He got <gasps> really? super, super angry at us one time when we opened up one oh, of no. the uh, the boxes while he was not home. Oh, <laughs> no. He came oh. back to find that we opened like two of the figurines. Wait, so like, are you still, kids? It was sealed. <laughs> they were sealed in there. Yeah, so, still yeah. have them sealed. Yep, wow. yeah, them. I sold them all. It's not like you'd have them displayed around the house or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> Within Taunting arm's reach us. of yeah. small children. <laughs> <laughs> Get back! <laughs> yeah. That is funny. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, man alive. So, from a portfolio kind of point of view, Doc, or Shadow had more stuff. More stuff. And more... Doc Savage made me more money. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay, okay. When I sold all the stuff, because I had more... Doc Savage. More yeah. Doc Savage. I mean, I had, what, a couple of shelves. Yeah, you had filled. rows so, and rows. Yeah. So, oh did you sell God. everything then? So, you don't have really... As a kid. Uh, you know what? Did, have I've, you saved any of the... No, I... The I think magazine? I sold everything. Even there were even some shadow trading cards for a while. Really? Wow! So wow. Definitely had a portfolio. Well, of items, you know what? It was not specifically the shadow. It was Jim Steranko trading cards, mm. and it included some oh. of his art from oh. The shadow. Uh. oh, and in the in the Doc Savage ones, you know those Bantam book covers? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a company that for a while was printing large posters of the cover without the words on it yeah. just the painting just wow. the oh, wow. and i think they did 12 of them and i owned two of them for a while wow. they were large that's cool and, i would um, definitely get one of those and they were really cool and they were signed by the wow and they were they were numbered prints wow. um what were the numbers <laughs> you know like it'd be Copy 39 of 250. So they had yeah. a li very limited, limited edition. edition. Oh, wow. That's sweet. That's yeah, cool. I had a couple of those. So think about how much money you made off selling those Doc Savage books. And now just imagine how much money you can make by selling your Jeeves and Wooster collection. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like it's tapping oh, into another field. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. his, now his bookshelves so, are full of Jeeves and it's Wooster. It's a rabbit hole I yeah. don't feel like going down tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I... 
am a collector. <laughs> <laughs> we can sum that up. That sums up yeah. all. Uh, I do like collecting stuff. things. Interesting. Um, I mean, I was a pretty, pretty big comic book nerd in high school and college. Yeah. Uh, pulp uh, magazine. Novel. Yeah, novel. Pulp magazine me. nerd. No, no, I never actually had the pulp magazines because they were too expensive. Checkmate. Oh. Comic books. Oh. Comic and he books. doesn't even like chess. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and. I would always start, you know, I like this comic book, so I'm going to buy this one. But Spider-Man also appears in this other, you know? Yeah. yeah. So then I'd end up, yeah, exactly. eventually I'm buying, <laughs> yeah. like, every yeah. comic Branching book out. that Marvel yeah. makes. I think that was Marvel's plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, we'll throw Spider-Man in this one. And they're the doing out. that now with all the movies. Yeah, they too. are. They gotcha. That sure fooled me. <laughs> 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 so do you have any paraphernalia of Doc Savage or The Shadow? Because I think yeah, what you what should I'm do, if you have nothing, you should get at least one thing of each. I have a T-shirt of the shadow. Okay. okay. You, you still have that, uh, the framed... Yeah, the framed uh, comic. The framed oh, comic. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah. gave me wow. a framed shadow oh, yeah, comic. The, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yep. That's For all Christmas. you get. So that's yep. good because it like, shows like, hey, that I you have had like, those yep. that one Rich. time. Kinda. What about the Doc Savage? Do you have anything for that left? Well, you again, that ripped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> The one um, he stole from the hotel room. Yeah, that was this. Yeah, the Bronze Gazette. You got the yeah, yeah the one one fan magazine. You should frame that or something. Yeah, you should. And then pop it up on the wall. And I, then there you go. Frame frame it with the page open that you. I had to yeah, really yeah. I had to really dig through my bookcases at home to see if I still had this because wow. I wanted to bring. Are you a bookworm? Yeah. Oh, huge. <laughs> Wow. I asked that knowing the answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's, he's the you, type of person you don't ask, how many books do you own? It's how many bookshelves do you have that are full? <laughs> yeah. All of them. <laughs> so I have taken pictures of my book. Shelves? Yeah. Every page? No, <laughs> of my bookshelves. They're called a shelfie. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, my word. That's good. Hey, I like a, a good library. A library where you open the doors, you see all the books. That's a very cool exactly. setting to see. Yeah. Yep. But, man, you seem like you're on another level when it comes to the reading. <laughs> well, and there's something about collecting, too, where, you know, oh, man, I need this issue to complete this run yeah. or something like yep. that. And so it's part of the hunt. And it's like, oh, I found yeah. it. You know? Now, That's cool. don't get into coins then because you'll go down that rabbit trail. I was into sure. coins when I was a kid. But, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No. And yeah. I sold all my comic books. I had the first edition of the new X-Men. Oh. Which was worth a pretty good amount. Wow. wow. I once um, uh, crashed a Hollywood party in Hollywood by right? accident with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> and there they had uh, the first edition Superman in a glass case and Ooh. like the first edition uh, Wonder oh. Woman and I oh, think yeah? the first edition what is it Justice League yeah in like oh, glass wow. cases and they had like the I can't remember what the prices were but it was like the first so you could buy it could you buy them no, no oh, it, was I was like, it was on display on yeah. sale no. yeah I think yeah. I think the first edition of Superman is probably gone for some millions it, well it was definitely oh, in, in seven whoa. figures for yeah. sure wow. I mean Superman is like yeah I mean it's you know yeah. One of the most popular superheroes ever. 
Well, and that's one of the most desired comic books. Yeah. For collectors, I'm yeah. sure. You just you didn't collect Superman, though. What was your thing? Period. Well, anything Marvel. Okay. Okay. You know, um, I, I think what first got me into it was... <laughs> no DC. <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, last night, or a couple nights ago, I came across a comic book that I still have. And it's a Superman annual number nine from 1997. You're showing that to me. And I had it because it has guest appearance by Doc Savage and some what? of this wow. So they must, so, DC must have owned it by then. So yeah. what you're saying is you love the characters that inspired Batman and Superman, but then you hate DC Comics. <laughs> uh, I didn't hate. Um, I just, just liked. Hacks. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked. So unoriginal. <laughs> I think it was the artwork. I was more gotcha. attracted to the okay. artwork yeah. from yeah. Marvel than from DC. Okay. Interesting. Um, and do then you like, just got hooked on the story. Do you like more of the, the gritty storyline, or do you like more of the, like, Doc Savage, like, font, like, a little bit more upbeat storyline? I could, today I could probably read a Shadow story more than a Doc Savage one. Okay, okay. but when uh, you were younger, you liked Doc Savage more? Well, I liked them both, but there weren't that many Shadow stories that got published, so I read oh, a lot of the uh, Doc Savage sure, stuff. Sure, sure, yeah. like so I read a whole lot more of that. Sure, and okay. I think I, I, th I read some of the Doc Savage stories out loud to you guys, didn't I? I think so. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, as children. Yeah. yeah. Not like No, yesterday. just the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the way here. That one part where he talks about the guns. Yeah. I, was, and I played it on the radio while you guys were sitting in the back seat. <laughs> I probably yeah. read some to Zach and Ben. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure. It seems like a cool, <laughs> fun, like, little, you know, kids. Yeah. Oh, they were they were fun clean to read. Too, probably. Yeah. Oh, very clean. Yeah. I mean, there well, wasn't even... Well, not the shadow ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were clean. There was Doc Savage... There was never any swearing in there. Every once in uh, a while, they say "Holy cow!" <gasps> oh, that was oh, Rennie's holy big cow! <laughs> yeah, Joe, he's gonna have to bleep that out. Now. I'm sorry. Oh, I no. mean, he said "Holy cow" a lot. When he did. <laughs> you know, what'd be funny is if I did bleep it out. <laughs> 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 that would oh, a lot. Oh, I'll <laughs> yeah. entirely the wrong. Yeah, yeah that would. Then, that then clip that, send that to the elders, and be like, "Look at what Bruce White said <laughs> on the podcast." <laughs> well, you never oh, did boy. introduce me. That's true. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. do that probably. I was thinking we'll just that record that at the sure, end. Sure, sure. Of course, um, but yeah, every once in a while there might be a hell or a damn. Sure. And that was about it. Definitely bleep those out. <laughs> H-E double hockey stick is what he meant. To say. <laughs> Man, a living live. And same, <laughs> same with the shadow. Sure. You know, uh, but the shadow was much more violent in terms right. of gunplay. He'd kill Wait, anyone that's Same with the shadow. Play. What what did he say? What was the same? What, what, what was <laughs> uh, I, I wonder somewhere somebody has to have some kind of estimate of body count yeah, stories. I bet. Hey, maybe that's your next. In objective. some of those, <laughs> yeah. in some of those stories, it's like he's gunning down just so many guys. Yeah, just, just find the shadow stories illegally uploaded to the internet, <laughs> download them, and then word mine those. Find the yeah. body cam. Oh, that yeah. that website got shut down pretty quick. Oh. <laughs> But you so, got on that so quick, you, too. So you, you found the website, you downloaded it, you, you tattled on them after... <laughs> 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 no, they... Um, there was there was a lot of controversy around that time of whether or not these stories were public domain oh. because well, the yeah, time frame had run time, out. Now yeah. they may be. Well, I think 
uh, they've been rights have been renewed, or oh, okay. other people own the well, rights, so you wouldn't be able to do it. Sure, but yeah. at that time, I at, think nowadays at the time in the in the I think it was the probably early '90s to mid '90s, uh, there was a lot of thinking that people thought, oh, they must be public domain. Yeah, well, it's seventy so years right? doing it for seventy years after the author's death, I think. Or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. It was something about was seventy. Something years. like that, where it's like if the author writes it after they die, it's like like some amount of time, like seventy really? years, okay. until it becomes like public domain, unless and, you renew something. And really, pulp is becoming kind of popular again. There's a lot of interest in in pulp uh, magazines okay. and pulp type writing. There are more <clears throat> modern pulp stories written now. Mm -hmm. There's a number okay. of pulp conventions that take place really? yeah. okay. each year. There's, I think, I don't know what they're called, like yeah. uh, Pulp Fest or something like that. Ooh, uh, okay. It's either a pumpkin carving event or a... <laughs> or and a even at, even at uh, comic book conventions, mm -hmm. you'll find a few, you might find a few tables that sell pulp magazines. Okay. Do you think the, uh, the Tarantino movie really boosted, <clears throat> like, pulp as a thing? I don't know. I never saw that movie. Yeah, which, well, I mean, just the name itself. About? People, I I googled like, what does pulp. that mean? You know, like when I first saw it, like Pulp Fiction, I was like, what? And then I googled okay. like, what they... is pulp? And then I got into a little rabbit trail of like okay. pulp. Yeah, and I'm not even was. sure why that movie was named. I think it was basically trying to mimic a pulp. Oh, okay. because yeah, the storyline was kind of wild and, and crazy. Yeah, and I was okay. trying to yeah be like the the mystery or the thriller type pulp stories. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that could be. I think um, uh, when I, I was looking at, oh, well, I was trying to look at pulp magazines on Wikipedia, and I ended up going to Pulp Fiction at first. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, then in the pulp magazine, it, it had mentioned that uh, Quentin Tarantino was heavily inspired for or by pulp. Okay. magazines yeah. for Pulp yeah. Fiction, yeah. and that he almost called it Black Mask, which I guess is another popular... It was uh, another pulp popular pulp magazine, Black Mask Detective. Um, some other popular characters in the pulps were uh, the Spider. Ooh. Okay. He was even more bloodthirsty than the Shadow. Oh. <laughs> and and his... his I, I think I read maybe two spider stories. They tried reprinting some spider stories, too, back in the 70s, but they didn't go. Sure. Um, but this company that's doing The Shadow is now doing these spider magazines. Okay. And the bad guys there were, like, slaughtering whole cities. And, you know, <laughs> Whoa. And, and they, they had, like, titles like, Vampires from Hell, or you know, just, oh wow, just really you know dark stuff. Yeah, they went hard. Well, it, yeah. it it seems like pulp magazines in general kind of had a pretty wide range of oh, they did. the yeah. I guess genres. Uh, yeah, the, not only the genres, but, but just how graphic the like the content is. To yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah exactly. Because yeah. uh, and looking at like notable original characters, there's a lot of recognizable names on there. Yeah. Okay. Another one was. A uh, guy called the Avenger. Yep. Mm. There was the Black the Man of Steel actually. So I think he actually inspired uh, oh, really? the name of Superman, Man of Steel. Oh, the Avenger. Was the Avenger Man was of Steel? yeah. Uh oh, I didn't realize that. Uh oh. Huh. <laughs> but <laughs> scrap this entire podcast. <laughs> so, um, fake news. <laughs> they also reprinted some of the Avenger stories back in the seventies. Really? And. Well, they just Be, and, and they had a tagline yeah. on the books like, "If you love Doc Savage, you'll like the Avenger." Yeah. And so I bought some of those and read them. Okay. <laughs> and his big deal That's was nice. somehow I think his family was killed, and it and it uh, had such an 
impact on him that it caused his face to no longer have an expression. <laughs> Something like that. And wow. so he could disguise himself by just moving moving stuff around on his face Weird. because his face was bad. Isn't that, I have thing? Heard of that, Isn't that a thing when, like, if you get overly stressed, half your face dies? What's that called? I don't know. I don't know. That's don't a know. thing. It's called it... Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. It's like a... It's a um, Just type in face paralysis? what happens when you're face half paralysis. your face. Yeah. face half your face paralysis. So it was the so Avenger. name to it. Uh, there was also the Black Bat. Okay. And the Whisperer. Um... Bell's he was real quiet. He's made G eight and his battle aces. They were uh, uh, fighter plane pilots. World War okay. II. Uh, um, there was Operator Five and Secret Agent X. And, and then there were a number of Chinese themed pulps where the, it was about a always about a bad guy. I think, you know, like okay. Wu, Wu San T or so I, the main I don't know what some of the names. The, the bad guy. Yeah, okay. that's cool. I like a good anti villain. Do you want to bring up my pulp, my uh, my Bell's? Palsy? Oh yeah, yeah, Bell's palsy. Uh, so it's a condition that causes sudden temporary weakness in your facial muscles. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it makes half of your face appear to droop. Yep. Your smile is one-sided, and your eye on that side resists closing. Yeah. Wow. Um, they don't ig know exactly what causes it, but it's believed to be from swelling and inflammation of the nerve that controls yeah. muscles on one side of your face. Yes. Wow. So a, a lot of stress induced. A lot of like celebrities may get that. Like, mm -hmm. I think Jolie Angelina. What's her name? <laughs> again, she, I think she, you know, pumps her face full of uh, supplements <laughs> or whatever the heck. You know, Wait, right. you don't. <laughs> True. Oh, another, another one was uh, the Phantom Detective. Oh, yeah, Phantom Detective. Okay. Uh, John Carter of Mars. Oh, well, what? John that, Carter. John Carter was a precursor to Pulps. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, who wrote John Carter and Tarzan, Tarzan was created in the early 1900s, like 1911 or something like okay. that. And John, wow. John Carter around the same time. So they were, they were published... 1912. Yeah, they were published in, I can't remember the name of the magazine that they were in. Uh, Argosy? No. All Story or Weird, Weird Tales? Oh, Weird Tales was another early uh, pulp-related. It, it went through the pulp era, but it started in, the I think, the 1920s. And that was, uh, Weird Tales was where uh, Conan the Barbarian first appeared. Wow. Yep. Oh. yep, that was also uh, on the Because the author, Robert E. Howard, wrote those in the... 1920s and 30s. Interesting, um, yeah. And he, I think wow. he committed suicide in 1936. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's not good. Man. But, wow, the pulp era had a lot of yeah. classics. Classic, yeah. classic yeah. tales. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the, the Tarzan stories, I read most of those growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I never realized a lot of these uh, modern movies are based off some of these yeah. pulp. Right. Uh, and I, I, I read a lot like of... Like John Carter, I did not... No, I saw that as like a 12-year-old. I'm like, this is a cool action movie. I have no idea what this is oh, from. Oh, I read a lot of the John Carter stories. Okay. Well, I think I read all of them. I think there were 12 John Carter novels. And in wow. fact, I remember reading some of those out loud to Cheryl when <laughs> back when I was reading them. It's almost like no one in your family ever wants to read themselves. <laughs> well, on, I think... Uh, 
I would. Well, I read a lot to you guys when we had the van mm-hmm. and uh-huh. would be driving in the van. Uh, Left Behind series. Oh, yeah. Red Left Wall. Behind. Yeah. Red Wall. Oh, I love Red Wall. Read I read the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy out loud to, to, really? to the family. We, yeah, we, we went some through great Left naps. Behind too. We went through uh, the Left Behind series. <laughs> so as young kids, and that freaked me out as a kid. So, oh yeah. They, Sam would tell me about how he would fall asleep to your voice often. That could be. Yeah, because yeah, I would read to him before bed. So you have a soothing <laughs> kind of way to put, lull people to sleep. I wouldn't call it soothing, <laughs> but... <laughs> or of a drawl. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> so, if any of you folks are feeling like you can't get to sleep, just listen to this. Listen to my voice in this podcast. Yes. There you go. Play it, play it over and over. Could you uh, count sheep for me? Yeah. For just, yeah. just up to 10. We is could fine. actually like uh, edit like a, a portion of this and like create and count, a You want me to count in base two or base five? <laughs> <laughs> Only a statistician would say this. I'm just kidding. I read, oh, wow. I read a lot of the Conan stories, Conan okay. the Barbarian stories yeah. growing up. Those were pretty saucy. They, <laughs> I was going to say. They were definitely more saucy than yeah. the Shadow Dogs. Yeah, for sure. It seemed like they And were... a lot more bloody. That was oh. before I mean, he, he was saved, he was right? always cutting people's heads off. And, oh, yeah. A lot oh, of yeah. splicing in two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, I wanted to talk about my... Because I w- did read a one comic a lot as a child. And yep. I still love them. And it's... I don't know if any of you guys have read them, but The Adventures of Tintin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah! I absolutely love those. I have, and I've I, heard of that. I have a lot at my mother's. Did you house like the movie of, that came out? Yeah, I, I didn't mind say. it, but yeah. I I definitely loved the comics of it. And now I mean, cool. like you know, nowadays they're probably not allowed because they uh, have a little bit of a, a little bit of stereotypical behavior from some ethnicities. But it was a great, <laughs> great uh, comic for sure. Is that what turned you so racist now, Michael? It's true. Were they yep. were they older? Yeah, Stars. they were. So I would go to the library a lot as a child and read. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't do that now. <laughs> but were they? Uh, was Tintin like a older character that now was being reprinted, or were these? I don't know about that, were, that. I just know I read I be, what I believe to be the originals, which I think were made a while back. Mm-hmm. Like definitely, okay. like like they were very racist. So I think while oh. back, <laughs> oh. where did it start? Uh, publication 1929 to 1976. That makes oh, sense. Okay. I yep. would read old ones. Like yep. I, some of them would be very like poorly made. <laughs> like I mean, like you could tell they were old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. they were their stories were awesome, and it was mm-hmm. it was like about a boy and he had like a dog, and they would like go on adventures. And there was this sailor guy that was always drunk. Yep. It was fantastic. Yeah, I just remember the movie part of that. You would always be boozing it up. It was a fantastic... Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to check that out, too. Well, the interesting thing, too, is I think it was Tintin that I was reading about because I was, I was looking up some like different art styles that creators will use, and with Tintin, like his features on his face are very, very basic. Yeah, so that yeah. way the reader can kind of instill themselves as that... That makes sense. You know what sense. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. When you're reading it, you think of yourself as Tintin because he doesn't have a very... Such a plain Distinct, face. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, I would say the other characters have very discreet... Like, the captain is a very, like, detailed yeah. face, and then Tintin's kind of plain. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense because it's like, you want to be Tintin, and yep. then the captain is kind of like the sidekick. And, yep. yeah. But a lot of that kind of thing, though, where they would go to, like, Egypt, and they mm-hmm. would, like, go run around, and there, there wouldn't be mummies, but there would be, like, Iranians chasing them with machine guns and... Explosives, yeah. but a lot of great 
Did you say Iranians? That was really us. Very fit for the times, I guess. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait. You're not wrong. But if you guys have ever not, I would definitely, you should take a look at just one. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking you to become a fanatic, but just check one out, because it's definitely, if you like the comic book type. I have a lot of collections at home of newspaper cartoon strips. Like Garfield? No. <laughs> Not oh. that hack. No. Oh. No. I, Give it to me. Garfield was good when it first came out, but then he started doing uh, mass production. Yeah. Mm. Where he just passed all the writing and artwork off to sold. He sold interns the soul. He sold the yeah. soul. But um, I have Dilbert. Mm. Um, Love Dilbert. Foxtrot. Mm -hmm. Calvin and Hobbes. Classic. I have the complete Calvin and Hobbes. I have the complete Far Side. Wow. Um, some years ago, a company started reprinting every single Peanuts cartoon strip, and it took them like 12 and a half years to put them out in all hardcover. Wow! wow. I have all of those. Wow! <laughs> wow! Nice. Oh, wow. has a lot of stuff. Yeah. He does. He's a uh, collector. It's hoarding. <laughs> yeah. You said collecting, and I'm, I'm a little bit more as like, is this collecting? <laughs> See, the key is he doesn't keep them all in piles around the house. He has bookshelves for it. So ah, that's how you know it's collecting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you yeah, know, yeah. that's kind of like... And I have yeah. read... Through them all. Uh, through them all. That's when I, good. When I get a new Dilbert, I read through the whole thing. Or, or wow. Sherman's Lagoon is another one I yeah, like. I yeah. love Sherman's Lagoon. Interesting. Um, yeah, I just... I like... Because they're generally have humor, mm -hmm. which I like, you know, and like the far side is just a one panel deal, yeah. which I love a joke that can be told in one. I like, I've read through all the Peanuts, every single Peanuts cartoon strip, and I liked seeing how his artwork changed and how the characters developed. And okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Wow. How his technique of going to frequent sites or frequent settings mm -hmm. for his stuff. Yeah. Cool. But we're getting Maybe. off. One thing I forgot to mention yeah. about Doc Savage. Sure. He was a big gadget guy, which okay. was like Batman. I mean, okay. he, Ooh, okay. he wore a special vest that had many pockets with all these different gadgets in mm. it. Uh, like one type of gadget that he had was these little... Uh, little glass balls that he would throw down that had anesthetic gas in that would make the bad guys <laughs> pass out and then he yeah. would collect them all and you know ship them up n upstate new york <laughs> yeah <laughs> have them lobotomized yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know just to get a piece of their brain removed it's yeah. fine yeah. Yeah. it's ethical yeah. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he would always um uh when they would have to travel around the world somewhere in their special plane mm. they would usually have a, a special compact chemistry kit that monk could work with and sure you know come up with different things and well and even the plane itself was a special type of plane right where it could go um yeah an auto gyro yeah yeah yeah, yeah. really which was like a precursor to a helicopter yeah oh, so, okay. so, yeah, so it yeah. go up and then straight ahead right mm, vertical and yeah. horizontal yeah but he had he always had all sorts of gadgets that he used, so that was very much an influence on Batman. Yeah. It is interesting how these characters did influence modern characters. Yeah. Now, I heard a rumor that the Indiana Jones was actually, came from an actual like, well, pulp or something. I think the Indiana Jones movie was meant to elicit that whole feeling, mm -hmm. you know, of, because yeah. set in the 30s, yeah. and yeah. that type of adventure was very pulp-like. It's yeah. even, like it. the even, cover. If you look on the original trailers 
of For the Indiana, Indiana Jones movie. It was very pulp-like. Even the it, it it even harkened back to the way they used to introduce movies. You know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It just seemed very old school, yeah. and I heard someone said or someone said that it was like from some sort of pulp or some sort yeah. of old Yeah. Well, and here's how much I know. <laughs> I saw the original trailer for uh, Indiana Jones at a yeah. drive-in, and I thought, wow. oh, man, this looks cheesy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. And boy, was I wrong. Cause yeah. I, the same thing with uh, the first Star Wars movie. I was in the public library in Hastings <clears throat> looking at a Time magazine, mm -hmm. reading about movies, and I saw this thing about this movie called Star Wars. Yeah. And I thought, no, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think a movie is going to be really stupid... We all have to. Yeah, we all have to yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. we all got to put on black. When I saw the first trailer for Lord of the Rings, I said, "This is gonna be great." <laughs> oh, and it was terrible. I, I actually, yeah. I actually got chills in the theater. Oh, wow. when that one scene where it shows them all yeah. you know, walking up yep. the trail. Yeah, yeah. with the that music, like, the soundtrack. Oh yeah. my goodness! Let's watch this. Fantastic. Okay, this is just the Lord of the Rings Jones trailer. Yeah, this is the first Indiana. Yeah, let's just watch Lord of the Rings right now. Yeah. Is this? Oh yeah. Wow, the memories. Yeah, see the see how and they do George, the text. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there. That's very old school. Flash cuts. This yep. is insane. <laughs> wow. I gotta see this. This is all of them. Is it? This is all three. Did somebody edit these together? Yeah. Oh, this, this is. is the, okay. Yeah, looks like a combination, but yeah, individually well, on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I know what I'll you mean, though. It does seem kind of uh, uh, kooky mm -hmm. and very just kind of funny. Yep, in like a cheesy kind of a way, yep. but yep. it made a great. It was movie. great. Yeah, was great I remember seeing yeah. it in theaters and thinking, "This, yeah, is, that's this what is my, my dad said the same thing. He he always remembers that time where he saw that in yeah. theaters, I, and it's like it and." Seeing it for the first time in the theater, the one scene where he shoots the guy with the sword. Yeah. People in the theater just went nuts. <laughs> oh, really? Well, oh, yeah. heard about the, the behind the scenes to that, right? No. Oh, really? So when he shot, when he was going, you know, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. He, yeah. when the guy, he was supposed to do this big fight scene. But he just did he not want to do it or was he sick or something? Um, I can't remember if he just didn't want to do it or I yeah. think they had practiced it so many times that he just got sick of having to do it <laughs> and yeah. so he, he just, just pulled out the gun and pretended to shoot him. Yeah, it wow. was just off the cuff. Yeah. Like oh. it was not planned. Yeah, it was just what a brilliant move! Right, yeah. and he's right? just like, oh, and just and then goes. It's so amazing. That, that is, is so good. And it's like one of the most iconic yeah. Like, yeah. things. Well, even yeah. if you think about like Star Wars when he's about to go down and get a. Uh, Frozen, I forget what it's called, but in Star Wars, yeah, yeah. when he's like, when she's like, I Carbonate. love you, and yeah. he's all like, I know, like, that, that was the same kind of thing, yeah, was that like, just from doing so much, he's like, oh, well, and a lot of action yeah. movies have a thing like that now, yeah. you know, where yep. you expect the big fight, and instead the guy, you know, yep. just does the little side, kicks him, or, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, they're copying And I was saying a little bit of his from Style. Indiana Jones, oh, I'm, like, I'm sure that was, and it's crazy that, like, Harrison Ford, like, like that's why I think he's such a good actor because he'll do those like he knows the what it sh the story should be so well that he can do that kind of off the fly like it will be his character to say mm -hmm. something like that right like, I know or just yeah. shoot the guy yeah it's fantastic yeah it is Harrison Ford is a dope he's a cool he's a cool dude yes yeah cool. landed crash landed a plane by the way oh wow in real life 
<laughs> yeah, not in fun not fact. In that oh, also wasn't was scripted, so that was not the time. Yeah, he literally like crash landed an airplane in a golf course, like walked off like yep. a baller. Like wow. imagine that you're the you know you're hitting the nine and you see the Jimmy Harrison four walk out like with his leather jacket and he's just walking. <laughs> Fire explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 behind him as yep. it. Yeah. Wow, that's it. Wow. So, do we have anything else that you wanted to bring up for no, either? No, but I would say, uh, you know, if you want a good laugh, watch that Doc Savage movie. <laughs> oh yes, uh, or the or the Shadow movie. The I'd Shadow movie okay. is much laugh. more entertaining. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but it, it does have some good lines intentionally. Good lines. The Doc Savage movie is laughable because it's so bad. Right. Yeah. The Shadow movie has some pretty clever lines. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, from the lines you read, we may have to go back and like. Find that one line and put an ad on a T-shirt. Yeah, that oh, thing. The, the guns when we yeah, he was talking it's fantastic. About. Oh yeah, oh, that was word. just so descriptive and yeah, yeah. yeah but that like, and that's the whole concept of purple prose. Yeah, um, it's 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 over embellished writing. If you uh, uh, there was another writer who was in the 20s and 30s named H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we have, actually uh, have a board game that's right based on yeah. his But have you ever read any of his stories? I have no. no. Oh, they're Amazing. very good. Okay. I know. Yes. They're, <clears throat> they're not at all graphic. Okay. But he can really develop this sense of eeriness. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he never describes, you know, in detail the the monster, whatever it is, mm -hmm. but you get this impression that it must be really bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to read some of that because we, yeah. we have a board game that's based heavily off of the, his writings. Yeah. And you can kind of feel that even in the game where it's yeah. like, it's. Yeah. You, it's <clears> there's like an intro, style. like excerpt. And yeah. you just yeah. read that. It, it, it that's gives probably you chills. straight from the books. Yep. I, I bet. Or, because at the very end of the of the, like the game, as with the gameplay, at the very end, it does like this like conclusion. Yes. And it always leaves you, it never leaves you happy. No, like, no, it's always bad. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like it always is wrong. Like, you feel your bones chilling as you think, I wonder if they come back. Or like yep, something, something like it's like, yep. oh. Yeah, we just played on the other night. And yeah, we did. Yeah. Good, yeah, he good writes stuff. in a really, he can really create that atmosphere for sure in his writing. He's yeah. another guy that committed suicide. Oh, that is sad. <laughs> he committed suicide because his mother had died. Mm -hmm. and oh. He was very attached to his mother, I guess. Wow. Well, and his well, stories were not well received either. Really? Like when when uh, they're being published yeah. on the that's a lot of artists magazines. Though. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Post okay. post posthumously, he was yeah. very, right. very acclaimed. But that's kind of a lot of art. Like Van Gogh was, like not liked in his paintings right? before yeah. he died. Well, also committed suicide, and then his paintings were just insane. And now, if you have a, a Vincent Van Gogh, you are. So well, you can't ben, even Vincent describe. Van Gogh. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's way. Uh, yeah. I have a I have a Van Gogh tie. Oh, yeah. I love. I wonder how much the Starry Night goes for. Do you know how much it sold for? Can we I've Google? I have no idea. Like, cause like Starry Night is like one of the. Hey most Siri, iconic. how much did Starry Night sell for? Oh, he's beating me to the punch. Okay, Alexa. Alexa. Michael, your Alexa's not. Oh. Oh, how much? What does this one say? It sold for eighty million dollars at, uh, at an auction, and it's now estimated to be worth over one hundred million dollars. Yeah, wow. I would easily because of the of the spread that it's gotten. Because everyone has a, a tie or yeah. a phone case, or you see it on banners, and it, to own that. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I wonder how much that's worth. Yeah, I have like a stormtrooper shirt that's 
set up like the Starry Night one where it's I know. Like, you wow. showed me that. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like that. cool. that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, and there's the song by Don McLean. Yes, there is. Man, yeah, yeah there's so many Don things. Don McLean. <laughs> bye, bye, this American bye. Oh, okay. Yep. But so, he did uh, Starry Night based on Vincent van Gogh. Yeah, he, has a, he was an interesting... So it's just like a bunch of gibberish that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> paint, paint, I'm going to paint. Starry night, starry night. <laughs> <laughs> Where did my ear go? <laughs> snip, snip. No, um, just... Well, yeah, is that, is that everything? Yeah, and did got... you have anything else you wanted to bring to the table? I think I have exhausted... Okay. All righty. Well, that well, was really fun. Yes, Thanks it was so awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, on. go check out Doc Savage. Go check out The Shadow. Yeah. And the uh, radio program. And and yeah. the movies, the too. Just oh, <laughs> yes. Public Radio did two Doc Savage radio plays Ooh, back really? in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And the Thousand-Headed Man, and what was the other one? Uh, Fear Key. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get your notebook out. Yeah, right, right there. you got to look up Doc Savage. you got to read at least one or two of them novels. Or com or no, Pulps, my bad. Okay. <laughs> you didn't, you oh, stories. <laughs> stories, yeah. And then you gotta, you got to do the uh, Doc Savage and do the shadow. Watch the, the if you want to laugh, watch the Doc Savage. If you want like a, oh, watch the shadow. Um, check out PR after this podcast. Um, public radio and then check out those and then check out what was theirs uh, if you just look up like the shadow vintage radio show on Spotify there's a playlist check that out That's after cool. you check out our podcast <laughs> speaking of collectors <laughs> use all of us <laughs> thanks for coming on yeah. everyone it was yeah, a lot of fun thanks for coming gentlemen we will check you back later next Candy